Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Give them a gift they'll never forget, because they'll still have it years later. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age, like their iconic full-zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. Because a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. So be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Code GRATEFULAG23. Yeah! <laughs> 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 that was the last time you seen you back then. George Albertson played against Celtic, wasn't it? Came up for a Celtic didn't you? You look a bit like George Albertson. Yeah. Trophy move, wasn't it? No, series is it great to see Peter Ramage again? Peter Ramage. You're not Peter Ramage. Who would that be worse on? Would that be worse on him or worse? Who do you think would take that? Who would you like him or Peter Ramage? Be honest. No, no, I'd say, I'd say Albert. Albert is better. <laughs> I have Albert no is better. Stephen Caldwell, that's not bad. Oh, mate, that's terrible, Stephen Caldwell. No, that's melting. You're having a hard time with this with the lookalikes, aren't you? As you said, I've got some bad lookalikes, so I don't want to. Have you, who have you got? Fucking llamas, I look like a llama. A llama? Yeah, you're a handsome boy, mate. I would, I'd steady. get off of you Very on camera. Steady. So, can you, can you remember the last time you were in Glasgow? <laughs> the last time I was in Glasgow was probably for the Mike Tyson fight. What was he fighting? Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Celtic Rangers yeah. game. He had a fight in, Mike Tyson had a fight in the, the stadium. The big stadium. That's a big stadium. Hamden? Oh, Murray, Murray. Ibrox. Oh, he's no, calling no, it a no, big Ibrox. stadium. No, Ibrox. <laughs> <laughs> the big stadium, the Celtic stadium. Oh, oh, I mean, Park. sorry, not Park. the Scotland stadium. Oh, Hamden. 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 It was his first comeback fight there, so I went to watch What's that. And I went to a Rangers Celtic game and I was in the Rangers end. Who did you go to the Rangers Celtic game with? Me, Rio Ferdinand, Michael Dubry. Lee Boy, class. What did you think it? was unbelievable, off the scale. Who, who sorted your tickets in there? I think it was Barry Ferguson, because I think one of the lads, one of the lads knew him. Is that even at the Rangers end? Yeah. I'm not a Rangers or Celtic fan, to be honest with you. If you had to choose one, though? It wouldn't really bother me. It really bother you, mate. And then what, did you just get a wee night in Glasgow after it, innit? Yeah, glass house. <laughs> and then what, did you get a taxi straight back down the road? Yeah, we got a t- I got a taxi straight back to training the next day. All of us did. Who was the ma- manager? O'Leary. He, he was devastated, never, he missed it, wasn't he? He didn't have a clue. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have a clue where we'd be. It was a good night, though. That's we, brilliant. We kind of start the interview before we mention this man, Andy Halliday. But can we just say, we're going to mention some of the players that he's played, all right? I know, I don't And know. I feel terrible that we're going to actually mouth this guy's name. Andy Halliday, I think we need to see him the new before it comes to the days with the top players. That yeah. must have been some a low point in your career when you just been announced they were signing. I, Andy Halliday? Did you play with him? Did you play with him? No, I think he's got ones I played with Kevin Thompson and Scott McDonald. No, remember him now. And Stephen McManus. Oh, no. 
Okay, he's been going through a hard time right now. This is probably the last thing he needs. He's hair, isn't it? He's hair. Oh, his hairline's gone, isn't it? <laughs> can't have many. No more baths left. Can't get in the bath. Is he a good lad? Yeah, top man, Andy. Top a good lad. Really when, like he, when he signed, or was he? Was he? A, did he sign as a young player? I'd, I'd signed. He, he was already at the club when I signed. Ah, right. Um, I think Mowbray bought him in. Um, he's, a, he's a good lad, isn't he? <sighs> Got a bit of He tells a story about using. I do you remember the story about using Ibiza? Which one? There's a few. Something about jeans, wasn't it? Je- jeans or something? Like, jeans can they get in the jeans? It's a lie. Is this what? Is jeans? He turned up with women's jeans on or something to get into a nightclub. You started them for like space and I beef Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. He couldn't get in because he had shorts on, so he went to this like five pound store or something, got some bad jeans and put them on. Uh-huh. Different level, eh? Uh, Different level. Cool. That's he, still looked, he still looked all right, though. He still looked well. Did he, yeah? He still looked well, yeah. He looked all right, yeah. Was he, uh, was he a good player, nah? Be, on, be honest, yeah, come on, because you watch it, be you honest mean, with me. Well, he's done well when he went to Rangers. I liked him, mate. Yeah. I liked him, yeah. Hey, You're not having him, are you? No, no, it's not bad. <laughs> See, the Scottish boys at that time, who, was there any that you were particularly close to? Uh, I'd say he was, the, he was the closest one. He's more on my, on, my, on my wavelength, he's a good lad. I still speak to him, um, Stephen McManus. Oh, do you um, think he's in at Celtic, isn't he? Yeah, he's in at Celtic with the, is it the 18s. I think he's been moved up to the first team now. No, he's, he's in the first team now, no, he's a good guy. He's a he good didn't guy. speak to Matt much then, he's, he's been up there for a time. No, 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 he hasn't. <laughs> the youth team played against each about 18 months ago and he came down with Celtic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But say, we, were, we were really confused when we were doing You grew up a Middlesbrough fan. Yeah. How did he miss out when you, you grew up, uh, came through Leeds? Because I was at Middlesbrough at the time. And Middlesbrough always used to like, ring you the night before a game saying, Jonathan, can you, can you come and play? My dad was like, no, he's playing with his local team. And there was like different scouts there watching you play. And Leeds were always one of the teams that would, that would watch you. So I ended up going to Leeds. Brilliant. Best thing I ever did. Get yeah. away from Middlesbrough, yeah. See, uh, see, when you grew up, you always a centre-back? Because nobody no. wanted to be a centre-half, did they? No, I did they? I did they? I was like, I started centre-forward, then I went to right-wing, and then centre-back. Who put, do you remember who put you at centre-back? There was a fella called Mr McTainan. He, he done like borough school, like the borough schools. So he put me there, and it's just easy position, isn't it? But wait, was it not, were you not, were you trying with Man United as well at that time? Man United, uh, Forrest, Everton. Was it, mate? Loads of... Were you the, the most kids spoke about that? No, was it? No, no. Wes Brown Some was always... Mate, though, Wes Brown was always the kid sporting about Wes Brown was meant to be unbelievable, wasn't he? Unbelievable. Was it, mate? He was, was a top. Care, I mean, he's the same age as me, Wes. Um, but he was brilliant. We went to the Mill Cup at Man United. And I was on the bench at the time and Wes was playing with a lad called Alan Griffin at the back. And Wes was head and shoulders above anyone in that sort of thing. He got player in the tournament. He was a joke. Was he was it, outstanding. So the man you release you? Didn't release me, they just didn't take me on. Yeah. Did you meet Sir Alex? Yeah. Did you? Played snooker with him, yeah. No, you never. Wow. Tell us the story. <laughs> no, he did, when when you go to United, we used to go there on a Thursday night, you'd have like a big meal and Alex Ferguson would come in the room. We're all trialists, by the way, like maybe under 13s and he'd come in and he's, he says, who's any good at snooker? I said, put my hand up. Start playing snooker with him. Did Unbelievable, you really. Ridiculous. Did you beat him? No, I didn't. Did you not say schools he kept putting his balls in the hole? <laughs> <laughs> I would have, uh, if, he's put, if he's asking that, I'm hiding there. I'm not putting my horn up if Sir Alex is asking that. Are you? Uh, of course. Are you, mate? Yeah, straight up. Are you, mate? Yeah, straight up. And was he giving you a bit when you were playing one? Yeah, it was just top draw. Just a good top fella, really. Uh-huh. Mate, you want to learn how to play centre half? A guy that brought you through was my manager at Swindon, Paul Hart. Paul Hart. How wow. was, because he was our centre half, mate, and that was in our first team. He was scary. He used to tell him the head of the back of the centre forward's head. Yeah. Said to me when I was like 15 year old, 16 year old. He said to me, one game he said to me, he said, Jonathan, if you don't start heading the ball, see that pro contract we offered you at the start of the season, it's getting taken off you. So he said to me, I'm like, oh, fuck you now. He said, you need to start being more aggressive. 
And he had me out every every day practicing, <gasps> heading the ball. Scary like that. So would you would you credit Paul Hart? Uh, yeah, he's Paul developing Hart, that Paul, side Paul, of your game. Paul Hart and Eddie Gray take a lot of that because they set the standards when we were young kids. Young kids growing up and, and, and all moving to Leeds at the same time, they set the standards for us. And what they were, were these standards? Like, what was a, just, what, was a must at Leeds pitch, Academy? On the pitch, off the pitch. Just like top draw, the coaching was a different level. I remember we used to play up in friendlies, up in, I think we played Hibernian one time in a friendly. So it was pre season. So when Paul Apple with the whistle, we had to keep the ball for five minutes in our own half. No way. Yeah, we couldn't go over the halfway line to keep it for five minutes in our own half. It was unbelievable, really. And this is like, what, 1997? Oh, you really think that went on then? Yeah. It was unreal. So we used to play a formation. We used to play like me and Damien Lynch at the back. You love the diamond. Yeah, we played diamond. Yeah, yeah we used to the play diamond. the two two really high full-backs, Harry Kuehl and Alan Mabry. And we had the, like the diamond in the middle with like two up top. Loved it. Wow. Loved it. But, you know, that, how good is that for He's giving you that, you need to start heading the ball better. And you're also getting the, right, we're going to keep the ball and play under pressure. I mean, no, that's what we were doing. We were getting on the six-yard box and playing because we couldn't go on the other half of the pitch. It was top, to be fair. We had a, we had a player called Stephen McPhail. Have you ever heard of Stephen? Mate, Stephen McPhail played for Cardiff. Oh, he was a different Played player, against though. him at left foot. What a player. What position? I, I know him, but I've... He was outrageous. He was the best player on our youth team. So why did he not right, go on and right. have the career that you saw, didn't he? Well, he, he, he did he, have he a did good career. Well. Yeah, he had a good career. I think it's just because he was unbelievably technically, but then you have to be physically good. You have to be physically unbelievable as well in the Premier League, don't you? Yeah. You have to be, you can be, you have to run up and down. You've teamed days, he was just outrageous. Outrageous player. Now, do you think with that, with the career you had in so many boys, do you think that was a big part of that type of coaching that set you up for that? If you've never had that, you maybe wouldn't have went on? I no. would say so. We were, we were always going to get there because we were, we were getting pushed in the right direction. Yeah. We were getting put in front of the right people. Like when we played against the first team, say, I don't know, like a George Graham team, we used to go over as a youth team. I think we'd beat them because we were, we, were, we were a really good team. We won the Youth Cup. We were fucking a good team. Like I say, we had some proper some proper players. And when we used to go over there, we used to put on a right game. And I used to think of myself. Right, he was in the first team at that time. It's Jimmy, that, Jimmy yeah. Floyd, Hasselbank. Hopkin, remember Hoppy? Yeah, him. There he is again, David Hopkin. David Weatherall. Clyde Viner. I used to go thinking, right, I'm against Jimmy here. I'm going to give him a few. I'm going to get stuck into him. And you make an impression on the first team manager, George Graham. How did Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank take that when you were banging like at the no. bottom? He didn't like it. Did, did he tell you to stop? No, I did he yell? He just gave the odd elbow, but he didn't like it. Because he used to try and. I was the type of defender who was aggressive and I'd try and nick it off the. the so when it went into the feet, I'd be like on in it front, straight yeah. away and in front of him and taking it off him. And he didn't like that. And I was doing it constantly. Wow. Was getting a bit who was in the youth team, were you? Harry Kuehl, was Harry, Harry Kuehl, Alan Mabry, yeah. um, Damien Lynch, two, they were two Irish lads. Alan Mabry was the captain. Wesley Boyle, Northern Irish kid. Tommy Narvik, Norwegian. Kevin Dixon. He was from Seamy, he, he was a really good player up front, Lee Matthews and Tony Hackworth. Um, we had like a, like, a, like a top team and the year below was Alan Smith, Paul Robinson in goal. Wow. Matthew Jones, Welsh lad. Yeah, I remember uh, Matthew Jones, he was Cardiff, yeah. wasn't he? You Cardiff know your like you know The thing that caught me there was that you said that Harry Kuehl played in a left fullback in that Paul Hackworth. Harry Kuehl was a left fullback fucking up and down, like machine. Machine. Because when he got in the first team, he was very much a high left winger in the hole. He was left winger, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah but with us, he was left back because we wanted the, the full backs to just bomb on because me and Damien Lynch could defend 2v2. Mate, that's, so that's like modern football now, isn't it? And he was yeah, doing so that. Everyone says, oh, no, oh, Les Paul, that was doing it like in 1997 with us. Does that annoy you now? You're not? No, it's just. It's, it's the way it goes, isn't it? So, 
it's football, isn't it? But how, how valuable was that, that chance to go and play against the first team? You said like once a week, George Graham that would was, get you something. That was the best thing. That was the best thing for us because we test ourselves. And you know, if you're, you're a hungry young kid, you want to test yourself against the best players and you want to... It's an, it's, a, it's an interview really, isn't it? Mm. To try and get in the yeah. first team. Like to show you you're better than the defenders they've got. Did I get to a stage where you were beating the first team? Yeah, we put proper games against them, right? Oh, yes. Real good games. Can't yeah. imagine the first team like yeah. that. No, it was the boot was all over the gaff. It was the boot was all. Oh, it? It's better in it for you. You're no, getting a good clip, like Lee, Lee Matthew was with David Weatherall's coming through the back of him. Or remember the big, the Dutch defender Robert Molina. Yeah. Massive, and I mean unit. Him coming through the back, he, you're gonna get better, aren't you? See, with him being an older centre half, when you said uh, Weatherall yeah. and Molina, would they take you aside and? And maybe show you things that well, when I got coaching, in the coaches maybe wouldn't have showed you. Not so much, not so much. But when I got in the first team, they were very good with me, really good with me. Give you the give you the bollocking, but then praise you also. They were they were good guys, good people to learn off. Did you have that mentality? Thought I'm better than these two for a young age. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I think you've got. Them. I think that's what we never had. No. I think you've got to have that mentality where you think you're going to be the best player and you think you should be playing on the first team. To be honest with you. And then, to be fair, you just improve and you get better and you get better. And the more games you play with the first team, you get better. Get in the team, you stay in the team, don't you? You don't go in the team and come out. If you get in that team, you've got to stay in. And you do everything you can to stay in that team. So who, was the, who was the manager that first put you in the team? David O'Leary. Because George Graham got the sack. He was eventually going to start putting us in. How did but he say that to you, George Graham? You're close. Yeah, I was close, yeah. Really close. And then he went and O'Leary put us in. Game O'Leary, like 39, he was a 39 year old manager and put all the youth, all, all the young players in. Me, MacPhail, and Harry was already in. He started putting us all in Matthew Jones, Alan Smith, Paul Robinson, Ian Hart was in. So we had a real core group of was young he, kids. Was he a coach? Would he be on the training pitch coaching? We're talking about 1998. He didn't really do, didn't really do that. that. No, it's only really at the youth team level where we're doing a lot of this, a lot of shape stuff with Paul Art and Eddie Gray teaching us different That's things. Crazy, we could do. That. That. But with when we used to play, when George Graham was there, they did a lot of eleven v eleven. But with only we didn't do a lot of that. We used to just go out and play. Do you know, Sai, there's something that it's been out of the game now, but I think it's something. So even when you went into the first team, did you still clean players' boots? Yeah, I clean Lee Boyer's. Lee Boyer's boots. Yeah, did you? I clean boards, and Alan Smith used to clean mine because Alan Smith was a year below me. Oh, did he? But we we're in the first team at the same time. So when he scored them goals against Liverpool, he'd, he'd have been cleaning my boots on the Friday, Monday, every day, every day. Would you ever give him that? Like, if he'd scored a couple of goals, well, he'd have probably been on more money than me. <laughs> was Boyer good for weighing you in Christmas? Yeah, he Christmas was all right, to be fair. He was all right. Much was he, much, 100 much quid. Was, oh, that's not all right. I was getting 100 quid in League what One. Was the, what, what was the other jobs you would do when you were a kid? You sweep everything up, don't you? Sweep changing rooms, up. laundry, pump the balls up, bibs. That's went out the game now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, they do it a bit in Middlesbrough. Do they? Yeah. That's mm. good. It's too right, it is. Yeah. Too right. So it's you, can't right. Do, you can't do too much of them. It you can't the find them. Yeah. You've got to run them. It was a manager slips you were on, wasn't it? You had to wash the manager slips. But you, you wanted that. You asked that. I that. I requested that. <laughs> but see, us in youth team, like, we, we probably had too much I carry on. Would that youth team like secure on that? Would you just have a carry on? Would it be proper now nah, we're just focused on getting in the first team? We weren't really allowed out. But if I went back to Middlesbrough, I'd have the odd little. Night out, but very, very rarely, just in case Paul R found out. And I, and, I, and I think a few of the lads, they went out and they got caught. Who about Q on it? Yeah, Harry Q, Macca, Alan, they all got caught going out. And oh. Paul R had them in the dress. Paul R had them in the dressing room, went round them all, and they all had different stories of what they were wearing. Do you know what I mean? It was oh. unbelievable. I wasn't there, so I was absolutely buzzed. So this is in front of everybody? This is in front of everyone oh. in the changing rooms. 
Yeah. It's the best feeling in the world though when it happens when, to you, when it's not you. Yeah. It's and the best you look at him and think, oh. So did Paul Hart hear that young boy's going? No, he went absolutely off it. He ran, I think we ran for two days. I even had a run as well because they all went out. I think oh. we're doing twelve-minute runs and do you know them. Oh, we used to do. I think it's called a Johnny Giles run. Johnny oh. Giles up at ten. So you have the length of a pitch, so you you run one really quick, jog slow. Then it's two, then it's a one, then it's three, and you keep on going. Oh wow! Oh, we should my. be up there. Did you ever get caught? Imagine uh, you used to get caught going at the time. Uh, uh, mm. Tommy Burns was saying he hated boys going at. But Simon, so, I mean, this, we get emotional about this, don't we? Your debut. Love Can you remember the, the build-up to it when you first found out you're going to start? Yeah, I remember uh, David O'Leary told me that I was going to play on the on the Friday. Not in Forest, was it? Not Forest, yeah. yeah. Oh sure. my God, that's the, the, the feeling. <laughs> Waiting for him, the, the feeling that I got in my belly when he told me, it was just like, oh my fucking God, you it's, shit yourself, don't you? Yeah. It's like, <gasps> you like fucking go white and everything. And I remember it was um, against Forest and Neil Shipley was up front. Played the Palace and that mate. Big, yeah, big fucking. You know you're conkers, you're Yeah, big conker, man. <laughs> He's got big, big conkers in there. Have you got a big set of knackers? <laughs> I've a big set of ginger knackers. <laughs> I only look so big because that's so small. <laughs> it's not the size of the arrow, it's the accuracy Actually, of the archer. Aye. You made an arse of that. I made an arse of that as well. Just like I did it. Alright, come on, debut. Yeah, so Neil Shipley playing up front, you know, he's like, he's big, aggressive, and now I'm like a fucking skinny, biafran type centre half and Paul Robinson right before saying listen you're going to get smashed all over the gaff tomorrow I'm bad enough anyway I can't sleep before the game and you know I'm, what? I'm nervous very nervous and then yeah. once the game comes you're alright you're not yeah. that type you're not that type of player at all though aren't you no, no right? as soon as I cross the line you sound aren't you it's just the no, build up it's not a bother so but most games that you've played you've been asked like the night before I'd have been nervous the night before yeah. I'd wake up in the morning like I'd be fucking feel sick a lot Did in the you? dressing room before the game I'd be nervous sometimes you're sick before the game yeah and was there a first team player that came up to you, man? Like, relax, or you'll be fine, no, or no. just get on? It's just me. No matter where I was, if it was Middlesbrough later on in my career or Tottenham, wherever, I was always nervous before games, no matter what the game. So, my, my debut one club, my debut another club, I'd be exactly the same. Nervous wise, just the way I was. And did the lady say anything to you, like, special before your debut, or was it again just going to get on with it? Enjoy it. Enjoy it, yeah. 1 1 it finished. 1 1. Yeah. How'd you do? Fucking best player on the pitch. Oh, yeah. I was, like, I was all right, yeah, I played all right in the air, you there. <laughs> was all your, was your, this uh, is, but Alan, was all your family there? Yeah, all the full family, yeah. I mean, what yeah, it's just proud. It's proud, Anna. <gasps> proud. How did your dad come and watch you all the way through? Yeah. So you would travel from Middlesbrough to Leeds every week to watch it? Yeah. My dad was a plumber, so say when I was 13, signed for Leeds, he used to take me. So he'd finish work at, say, five o'clock. We'd be training at Leeds at half six, so he'd take me all the way up there twice a week, then on a Sunday as well. It's unbelievable what your parents do for you, really, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Listen, I'll, I'll see this and I'll be straight about this. There's one thing, keep a clean sheet, right? But to keep a clean sheet against Zola in Loudrop, the next game you played? No, it wasn't. That's that bastard. That's that, that's that. That. This guy's getting sacked <laughs> <started, laughs> <started, laughs> <started, laughs> <started laughs> That was a bit further down, wasn't it? You might have been right, you know. You're back in. Oh, hey. Get back, get yourself <laughs> you back in. Right. Ellen stats. Road, wasn't it? Yeah, Zola. Ellen Road, aye. Yeah, yeah. We were Loudrup. on eight, we, we were on eight watching it. Two Two Zola makes me get a clean sheet for them. Yeah, it was the defenders, wasn't it? Talk us to this, so you're centre back, he's always dropping in the hose, are you going with him or are you staying in your slot? I'd press in with him. Would you go right in, man? Yeah, right in with him. Would you, mate? Yeah, two right, would you? Were you told that or was that just an no, instinct I, to go and do that? I'd be told that from a young age with Paul Hart going with him and be, be aggressive with him. But when I, off him. when I grew up, though, I'd be, I'd be, don't follow the players, it's mere space. You want yeah, what are you going to do if he gets on the ball and just turns and runs at you? He's, he's picking you off, aren't you? Have you set you're off getting him? nailed. You need to go with him. But what if he goes in there? 
And then the other one runs him behind. Well, the two of us sent half in it. Then he'd be covering you, didn't he? That's why he's a manager, isn't it? Ah, exactly. See, were you, were you the type of centre half that would always make a point of giving the centre forward a bit early doors in the game? Yeah, I try, I try to. I remember we played against Tottenham and I tried to fucking lar up Les Ferdinand. Oh my God, my median nearly slipped. <laughs> Halfway line, it's not like you're fucking getting it. Boom. Smashed him. Oh my God, my median just went boom, boom, boom. He's a he, big boy. Big ladder. He just bounced off him and I was like, so then I just chilled out a bit after that. See, in the younger days, was there ever a centre forward that would, would, would recognise that you were young and try and play on you, like proper get in your head? Um, do you remember him playing for Huddersfield? No, Sheffield Wednesday, Booth. Andy, um, Andy Booth. Booth. He was a fucking handful. He was out of play against him. He was a fucking animal in the air, an animal. Alan, she Alan Shearer. Oh, He's giving me the elbows. Was he, was he the hardest? Ferguson. Oh, how was the big dunk? Any verbals? Ah, but he's still a hero. But <laughs> he's a legend. He's a legend. Anyone who fucking fills in a burglar when he comes in your house is a legend. Ah, you love him, didn't you? Yeah, Anyone give you verbals? Me are the verbals? Not really. Nah. Not really. Just a big fat elbow in your face. Yeah. I remember it was uh, Duncan Ferguson. We played Everton. Ellen Road now marking from a corner, trying to get all busy with the new kid and all this. Remember me, boom, right in like the old solar plexus. There. I was like, <laughs> did you watch that? I off? couldn't go down. Did you know it, no? Fuck. All the Leeds fans Carragher said the same. Do you remember Carragher's story of Big Dunk? He said nobody else would take Big Dunk, so he had to take. He was a young kid like yeah. you as well. And Michael Owen was to screen Big Dunk. And Connor comes <laughs> in and Ferguson smashes Carragher in the face. And Carragher's on the deck, yeah. got absolutely sparkled. And he says, Michael Owen being the nice guy, it was a full first half. He was running about, Are you sure you're all right? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're sure worried, you're, not, you're worried about Carragher because Big Dunk smashed him. That was right. You seem like the guy to me when you've you had a wee bit of taste of the first time football, you might you, you taste blood moon smell it and you really want to keep your position. <laughs> 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 you are off at you! Big Ramage, what's happening to him? Is he like a spinning jungle ramage? Sometimes I just try to um, throw in a pink that smart, so I just try to make you feel it all, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so right, you taste it now, you ain't want to go back to that youth team. Don't you know? No, well, no, nothing to do with resis. You, you don't oh. speak to them again, do you? <laughs> no, nothing to no, do with no, resis. Don't want to speak Get to out of here. <laughs> so no, you, you just want to move. You just want to stay in the first team, don't you? We're in the, we're in the, uh, we're in the UEFA Cup as well. So you, you want to, you want to try and play as many games as you can at the highest level. I, mean, I, I can remember. I, you don't believe it? I'm sure semi-finals in the UEFA Cup. Is that right? Yeah. First time you're in it. Yeah. And finished third in the league that season. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Resis research this boy. Unbelievable. See the early doors, the young kid. Did you ever have a shocker? Yeah, yeah, a few shockers, yeah. And Leicester, did that dent the confidence at all? Not really, because I just thought myself get back out there, get back out there. I'd, I'd, I'd go back in a train on the Monday, then perform again. I had the mentality to say, listen, it didn't go well on Saturday, but make sure you put it right on the Monday. Did you ever get a slaughter as a young kid playing the first team? I remember Holy playing day. against Man United off a fan. I remember, and I passed the ball out of play, and I remember this. I can remember his face now, big fathead on him. He had a cap on, fat head, cap, big fucking rosy red cheeks. He went, would get your fucking shit. Like looking at him and thinking, fuck me. I can still picture his face now. Oh, But what, a Leeds fan? Yeah, in my face. About fucking 15 yards away. And did that affect you? I shit my pants. Did you, mate? <laughs> did you shit yourself? <laughs> well, obviously, fuck. Big guy shitting like the red rosy cheeks. Nobody oh, be enjoying that. I thought you'd be the type that would just shut no, that no, off. No, no, I fucking shit myself. And yeah, you, you get off every manager, don't you, now and again? What about no older players? Was there any older players at Leeds that would, that would be on you as a kid? Uh, Jimmy would be on you. Jimmy would be on you. Yeah, yeah, he, he looked like a money bastard. Yeah, money fucker. Loved a moan, Jimmy. Did that put you off your game? No. 
No, I did it fuck. I just passed in the ball and he moaned at me. He's here, have it. What's the worst he ever done? What's the worst he ever was of you, Jim, and Phil Tyson, Mike? No, he just constantly grumpy. Constantly fucking, but off the pitch, he was top man. Was he? Massive, massive fucking. <laughs> the end for that. Oh, Man, I'd swim the channel for it. Would <laughs> <laughs> you give him a bit back when he was getting on you? No, I just take it. He's a senior pro, and I wouldn't give him a bit back because I've got respect for the, the senior lads, but I just take it on the chin and. You know. Who was other big who was other big characters in that team? David Ockin. Gary Kelly. Gary Kelly's meant to be a hero, isn't he? You need to get him on here. Mate, was it maybe Gary Kelly? Uh, no, Stephen Carrick, Barry Ferrison's closer. You're talking about the tickets for the yeah, Celtic Gary Kelly. How, how, what's so good about Gary Kelly? Because everyone does say that. He's just, just different crack that you. It's, it's hard to really say. Just Kells is just an absolute maniac. He'd do anything. Like lads nights out and stuff. He just jump. He's one of them people, right? You just walking down the street, you just start jumping in bins. You know, just straight in bins for the crack and just staying there for like five minutes. <laughs> He's one of them types. Do you know what I mean? Some of, the, some of the nights we had down there, like fancy dress nights and stuff like that. Oh my god, things that I can't obviously say on here, but no, you can. Different level. Uh, David Batty. Oh, what a guy! Underrated player. Of David Underrated Batty. player. He had the slap in the bag. You know that slap through a line or right-footed pass. Another lunatic. Another uh, maniac. Was it? it just, just. I can't really describe what he, what he was like, but like Batch was the type of person who didn't want anything to do with footballers outside. Of football, but in football, he was just a top fella. Is he? Yeah. I'll give you a fiver, right? Go on. If you tell me, I had the lead strip when you played with Leeds. Who was in the back of it? What player? You know this answer. Who you? Was in the back of yours? Batty. Wilcox. Jason. He's the man. You know, he's the Man City academy manager now. Jason. Uh, what yeah. a player! Double of a pheasant, wasn't he? Yeah. Looks like a pheasant. Yeah, he does. Like <laughs> Don't he? Pheasant, he put a double of a pheasant in him. Lovely little wand, I like fit, didn't he? I can't remember him. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> he was good at Blackburn. He played with Alan Smith as well. I MK Dons. I, uh, Where? Where? MK Donjas to put together. I think we got about 35 goals between us that season. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. you can answer this question, I'm on Why did Alan Smith want to play centre mid? He's a brilliant centre forward, Adam, man. He was an animal. I think that when he broke his ankle, that, that made him go back a bit, I think. Because he had that bad break, didn't he, for Man United? He had the bad tackle and sure he made disappeared. Yeah. Sure so I think that's why he went back. But he was he classic forward, wasn't he? Wasn't he? He, was one of the, he was one of the best guys you could meet, isn't he? Top guy, Smudger. He doesn't even want to put, like, like, brands or... Yeah, he's not arsed, he? No, he's Have not arsed. Have you BMW, mate? Yeah, he's probably still got that. Have you black, man? Yeah. Oh. No, it was silver, black roof. Black roof, roof silver, man. I was in it all the time. I bet you were. Who'd be three your balls. Uh, three balls? <laughs> 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 what? Well, who were you partly with? Who was your best pal? At Leeds? Yeah. Everyone. We all fit in so well together. We all like got on so well. You've got to imagine, like, I think the average age when we got on the team was like 25. I think Gary Kelly was one of the, one of the oldest ones him and, him and, him and Bats. But like all of the, we all got brought together as a, as a youth team and then we started buying Robbie Keane, Robbie Fowler, Rio Ferdinand. We bought some young top players. Seth Johnson came in. Danny Mills. They're really. Why? Good, why do you think that? See, see the fact that you all came for a youth team. Why do you think that doesn't happen? Like n- never now would you see six, seven players for a youth team going to the first team who, in the Premier League. Who, who is the last? Now with Chelsea, isn't it? They're bringing them. Point, they're, they're, they're bringing a lot of the young kids through. Right. I think. They, I, I think. Like, see with these Chelsea, these kids are good enough. They just need the chance. Yeah. And look what happened to Sancho. He left Man City. Went to Dortmund. Started pulling yeah. up trees, didn't he? The players are good enough. It's just getting that chance and getting that opportunity. The money is real. I know money's always been in England, but the money is crazy, mate, isn't it? It's mm. hard for these these young kids to come through, isn't it? Do you think that's why your team is so successful? At least that because you were so close. 
Yeah, that'd have and something to do with it. Well, something to do with it. Yeah, without without a doubt, because we're all so close knit and we all wanted the same goals. And you all have each other's backs when you're on and off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's already just cut you. We're going to um, stick a wee break for the Leeds and going to the international. If your phone goes, I remember my phone went with Billy Stark. Remember Billy Stark? Yeah, under 21. Under 21's got manager. And we wanted proudest moments, and that's only under 21's. The manager phoned my dad up. No <laughs> chance. Yeah. Looking for a plumber? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe him, he's a plumber. There you it's up to the detail, aren't you? Decent, eh? Uh, yeah, he phoned him up and he didn't believe it was him. How did he, sorry, me. how did he get your, dad, your dad's number? I don't know. He had a mobile as well, my dad then. Right. Being a plumber. Right? Yeah. Oh. So I rang him up and he didn't believe it was him. What did he say on the phone then? His son's been called up to play for England. What do you think he's going to say? And what did you and your dad went? What are you on about? He was just going to be surprised and he's a plumber and fucking Kevin Keegan's on the phone to him and he's thinking, is this a wind up? That must be. Wow. So has your dad then phoned you? I'm 18 year old here as well, by the way. Wow. 18 year old playing for England. That's the thing. So wait, has your dad phoned you up saying somebody's just phoned me pretending to be Kevin Keegan? Yeah. Saying you're going to get called up for England? Yeah. And then what do you look into it more? Do you ask somebody I just thought it'd be someone fucking wild and you know. And then I think it was a press officer rang me up and says, oh, you're in the England squad. Because yeah. normally, you'd, you'd, normally you'd, you'd find out if you're in the England squad by fucking Sky sometimes. Back mm. in the day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'd find out off, off Sky if, if, you, if you were in the squad. Which is fucking ridiculous really, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. So does your dad phone Keegan back and apologise? No. <laughs> did he? No I, don't, no, I don't think he did, to be honest with you. He probably rang back and said, it is Kevin Keegan, and he, he'd have probably Keegan. said, yeah. That's brilliant for Kevin Keegan, oh, isn't what it? Hero. He's meant to be a legend. Did you play with Southgate? Yeah. Did you think then, when you played with him, that he was going to become England manager? He was my manager at Middlesbrough as well. Right. And what Gareth did, Middlesbrough in the UEFA Cup semi, UEFA Cup final, and then the next year, he had to go straight into management from having no coaching badges or nothing. And then he bought me from Real Madrid. I didn't always... You never you never know if someone's going to be a manager of England. You knew he had potential yeah. because of the way he dealt with players and he stayed in the Premier League for a few seasons. But he's done ever so well. But is he good? I, I always feel to be like a top manager, you have to have that ruthless side to you. I don't... F I, I could be totally wrong, but I don't feel it or see it with him. Mm. Is, I think he's got that. He's he definitely got, got that side. That side yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's definitely got that side. He'll make decisions. Mm -hmm. Like what he done with Jack Grealish. Yeah. He brought him on and brought him off. That's ruthless, isn't it? Yeah, mm. of course I. Do you know what I mean? So I think he's going to be, he is being good for England at the minute. And is he a coach, proper coach? On the, he's, he's, more of a, he's more of a manager. Has he? He's, he's, he's got, got Steve Holland there, He's got he? Steve Holland to do the, the coaching. That's how it looks to me. Yeah. At Middlesbrough, he had Steve Round doing it and uh, and Steve Harrison doing the coaching. See, in terms of the, the standard, obviously you're playing a great Leeds team at that time, but does the standard go up again when you go to England? Squad? When you go to England, yeah, it goes up. Who, who's the ones that stood up straight away? Steve Gerrard, Paul Scholes. What they too? Yeah, different level. Like Somebody says it's they hit the ball differently for no, normal players. The, the noise Steven Gerrard does when he passes the ball is like someone hitting the golf shot. You know when the pros at the yeah. golf shot, it's like whoosh. when he hits side foot, it's like fucking slap. And you can tell kind of the, no, the noise of a ball. But Scholes was the same. I think Scholes, we were we didn't play on the on the Saturday, and so it was a, a five aside and. Kieran Dyer was in the same team as me and Paul Scholes on the opposite team so he was against Kieran. I think Scholes he scored six in the game. Not like a little five-a-side but fuck, he was a joke. They were the two best players by a mile. And how did you take to that standard? Did you fit in straight away or did it take you a while to get used to it? No, you, you get used to it but they're just on a different planet. They'd be like smashing balls into you. But the, the levels just go up. The, the bigger the team you go up, the levels just go, go through the roof. Scholes and Gerard are different. Had different boy, level, aren't they? Different level. They are, this is what he says, he's the footballers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They can do everything. Are they animals when they train as well? Yeah, aggressive, smashing into you. Don't give a fuck. How do you think that, that England team, especially Beckham, do you know what I mean? 
Because he played fucking schools left midfield. He should have played yeah, Lampard schools in Gerrard in a three. In a three. Yeah, but what, who knew about threes then? When were threes going about? But you were saying Paul Hart was playing diamond. Yeah, yeah. then. Uh-huh. But Sven Gorkson, what did he play? 4 4 2. 4 4 2 Schools took enough to left. You'd have them a three in the midfield, wouldn't you? Yeah. Lampard, schools, Gerrard. Schools setting, Gerrard. You have schools setting, wouldn't you? Yeah, schools setting, Gerrard. The both of them just fucking bombing on. Do you think it was mere down to the. I'm not saying you're saying about this, that actually down to manager, but do you think it's mere the. They set up the team that and recording yeah. and going on. Yeah, because if you if you look at that that team, so you've got Neville, Ferdinand, Terry, or Campbell, and you've got Ashley Cole, then you've got Gerard, Scholes, Lampard, Rooney, Owen, and whoever else. How's that team not win something? something yeah. That's a three five two for me if you look at that team. Good shot. How does it not win? Mm. See, in terms of when you went who so who was your competition at centre back? Is was uh, it Terry? Terry, Ferdinand, King. So Campbell. Do you think you were I made my debut. I made my debut before. All of them by Ferdinand, like before Terry, before the new king, yeah. I was 18, wasn't right? I? 18 years old. So did you think you were just as good as him, better? Yeah, just as good as you, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But then I got a lot of injuries, so... Yeah, yeah. What about in terms of who you'd come up against in the session? So Shearer, Fowler? Shearer, Fowler, Owen, Heskey, big and full of meal. Yeah. This is Hard to play against, oh God, him and Michael up front. Fucking hell. Is he under, do you think Heskey's underrated? Yeah, I think he had a, I think he had a great rapport with Michael Owen when they played together. I think them as a as a partnership were were really difficult to play against. And again, he's the the, the debut of Bulgaria. Yeah, fucking. Uh, does he tell you the day before? Is it does yeah, Keegan do shape me. the day before? Yeah, but we didn't really do much shape with Keegan either. It was just like go and play. You do it on a on a tactics board. Um, I was fucking nervous then. Was that worse than your other one? Your club debut? No, same. Was it exactly? same? I'm exactly the same. But the night before, so the night before in the hotel in Bulgaria. And I feel myself, fucking hell, I'm a bit stiffy. I could do with a fucking, like a massage, a bit of a rub down. So David Batty goes to me, why don't you swing your reception up and tell him to send him a, a, a masseur up for you? So there's me ringing up the reception. Oh, can I have a masseur to my room? The next minute, security fucking run up to the room because there's a, obviously a fucking, a brass on the way up to the room. <laughs> so Bats has obviously fucking stitched me up, Annie. And I'll think to myself, oh my God, imagine that you're making, the your, de- you're making your debut the next day, then the day after that, like, you fucking get a massage, massage of a brass or something. So obviously stopped him, but I didn't have a, fuck, I didn't have a clue, did I? I'm 18 year old kid, I only wanted a massage on my quads or something. That is unbelievable, eh? Bats killed me. Brilliant, what a guy. So the key, was that in a meeting you, you were announced that you were playing out the key and pulled you aside saying you're going to play? He pulled me aside the, the day before, the day before and told me, you're playing, I believe in you. And did he say, I've heard your dad to tell I've heard your dad to tell him he's coming home. <laughs> Get a private jet over now and I'll tell your family. <laughs> did they fly over, sir? <laughs> no, did the fuck? That's brilliant, no. mate. I've been against Stoichkov, remember him? Oh, oh mate, do wow. I remember him? Stoichkov, yeah. Barca, what a player, mate. Yeah, played against him. Did you do well? Yeah, done all right in the game. Come off for about 65 minutes, so I've kind of gone that well. Right, back to Leeds. You said quality signings were made. Fucking hell, spend a lot of time on Leeds, are you? Uh, yeah, you're Leeds, loving Leeds, aren't mate, you? I, loved, I think Leeds were everyone's second, second favourite team. team. No, they were brilliant. Mate, I could tell you that full team. I remember well, his name mentioned on the sheet. Olivier Decor sitting, mate. Loved good him. Good player. Eric Back, it was a squad player. Eric Come in yeah. and get you a goal for midfield. He wouldn't be interested in the build-up, but he'd get in the, yeah, 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 in yeah. the box and score headers, especially in Norwegian. Yeah. Mate, I love that Leeds team. Wait, do you want this guy? He's your assistant for one day. Fucking flying, Would you take just, sorry, but your entity management, would you take us to, would you? Yeah, fucking right. Be good, mate, wouldn't it? Fucking We'd hell. take over. We'd off the fucking high scale, wouldn't we? We'd play like <laughs> that Leeds team. Press? Big Viduka target man in a 3 How good was Viduka? Oh, mate. Did Celtic come your kids? Seen the Cruyff turn. He had the Cruyff turn. We played a pre-season friendly against Celtic. He fucking ran me ragged. I thought it was the fucking bees and he just come back from England. Just made my debut against Bulgaria and I'm playing against Celtic and I thought, fuck, it's only a piece of piss this. 
fucking big Viduka up front, Cruyff turned the life out of me all three times. He was a joke, wasn't he? And would you have said to the manager like that, Viduka's when he, that's maybe you got him to move to Leeds? Oh, Levy saw it after the game and fucking he's coming to Leeds, I want to sign him. He was fucking unbelievable. So do you think he purely got a move to Leeds based on that game? Yeah, they've been one of the reasons. They've been watching him, but they've seen him up close and thought, oh, fucking hell. He was a joke. Do you he remember was, he was top Mate, six foot I three, did remember him. Strong, but yeah. his touch was He used to turn ridiculous. up late to training. So if we were doing a warm down on the pitch, so you imagine all the players were doing a warm down on the pitch, right? The dude's always late, pulls up in his Mercedes, right? Gets out in his tracksuit. Just jumps over the fence, keys it, just, just does the fucking warm down in his track, so keys fucking jungling about all over the gap. Finishes the warm down, jumps back in the cars and goes home. But didn't you send him? Do you understand me there? Did <laughs> <laughs> you send him? Not a fucking thing. What was he it so was bothered? Unbel- he wasn't asked. But he's Duke's right. Super laid back. Was he just too good to you? He just didn't turn out. Was he the top man at the time? He was class Duke's. He was class. But he's he's one as well for me, mate. That's underrated. Was, Even when he <coughs> went to Middlesbrough, he was a joke, mate. Was it him and up front together? No. It was Viduka, Smith, Kuhl off the left. Boyer off the uh, right. Boyer off the right, but a tight three. So Boyer got out to the other fullback. The right hand oh, side fullback who played lopsided right. with it. And then middle decor. Decor Batty. Batty. And then Boyer just off the right. They so were two warriors, Decor and Batty, weren't they? Yeah, two animals, yeah. People say Batty underrated as well. Yeah, very underrated. England national one. Yeah. What was he like with diet and stuff like that, David Batty? Would he eat like steak and chips? I'm sure no, somebody he's, said he's that. A, a he's another one, Batty. He'd just be like, as soon as training finished, he'd be in his car. He wouldn't even get showered or anything. In his car and just drive home. Wouldn't he get showered? No. We should say, have you got a shower in your car? <laughs> They're one of them daft big buses. <laughs> a shower in your car. Oh, you know why that is, don't you? Batty's going to go over to the car. Corey. What are you saying? <laughs> See, what, would he, can I call you with it? Yeah, of course you can. See, with all the big names, was how is David Delaney with them? Was he a good man manager with them? He's, listen, I. I I can't really comment on how he was with the players because I, I don't know. He was, he was okay with me. I know he's had a few runnings with. I know Danny Mills has caned him a few times. I see. I see. Yeah, you should read some of the interviews Danny Mills has said about him. Wow. He, he, he was good. He was, he, was, he was good with me. Give him my debut. Yeah. Um, certain managers all can do a little bit better, can't they? Mm-hmm. Right, I'm, I, I don't know how you'll take this one, but Rio Ferdinand? Yeah. Rolls Royce. Better than you? Yeah. Top. We are unbelievable. When he, when, he, when he first came to Leeds, he, he was he was top. What, what, in what areas Quick. was he better? No, say, I'd say same speed. I'd say on the ball, he was outrageous. Was he? Yeah. So you could tell first day, this guy's a top player? Yeah, I'd say it took a bit of time for him to settle in. Um, but then as soon as he settled in, he'd become the captain. He was brilliant. That's why Man United bought him. What top. type of guy? Just like a guy you'd absolutely fucking love. Is he? Is he? Yeah, he's got wow. that. Wow. Yeah. How's he, mate? Yeah, you'd love him, yeah. You Honestly, mean? you'd fucking love him. His personality is Do you speak to him? Yeah, yeah, now and again. Can yeah. you get him on for us? Yeah, I'll try. Legend. See, when you say, oh, sorry, mate. No, no, just about saying, when, when I, just the way the names come rhyming through my head, did you ever you know, think we can go win this league? At Leeds, yeah, I thought we could. But then we went a bit too, we spent a bit too much money, and then we realised we had to sell a few players and the wheels would come off. Was it we c- could have. If, we, if we'd have kept that team together for, I'd say, a couple of more years and invested again, then without a doubt, because we were, we were finishing seconds, thirds, and, yeah. and fourths. Was that when you're. Was that year maybe the first year your injury started? The, what? 21, the injury started, had 21 appearances yeah, that year? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. I'd say so. What was the first, can you remember the, injury, the first injury happening? I think it was my quad. But I had, a, I, had a, I had a fracture in my back, but this didn't get found out until I went to, to Madrid. That I had a fracture in my back. If you've got that, mate, you're picking up injuries. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah, you're because, yeah, because all your, your back's moving and nerves are going in your hamstrings and your, and your quads, and that's how you end up pulling muscles. I mean, I, this is something, because... We, we both have suffered injuries, but it's made 
how were you mentally with that? Because when I when I I took it really really bad, man, I felt mm. really low when I get a long term injury. Go, do you know what you are? Right, you're embarrassed. I mm. mean that's that, and you're getting that money. You're embarrassed. You're yeah. embarrassed. And I used to touch some arms, try and stay on the pitch the half time, so I didn't have to come off. Did you, mate? So I didn't get the fucking oh. You said injured again. that noise. Oh, he's, yeah. he's injured again. That's the worst shouting. I hate that, mate. If someone goes, "Are you injured again?" Or "What have you done now?" Who wants mm. to be injured? Do you know what I mean? Oh, there's nothing. They don't mean to be like that, but they don't realise. Fuck it. Did you really struggle though, mate, when, when you were injured? A beefy? Um, the place. I just have to just get on with it. Mm-hmm. You can't do nothing about it. You just got to get on with it. Yeah. Just keep your head down and, and keep focused. That's how I used to try and deal with it. It's the only way you can deal with it. It's it's hard, like. The worst team you've seen in all the it's boys hard. when they're winning and they're training. It's just the lowest, mate. Oh, it's it? horrible. Tell you me, want you, play- the, you want them to win, but you want to be part of it. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, you played in the four three. If you took a hat trick, game. It'll come off. Did you? Yeah. Thigh strain, I think. So you watched that Baduka Masters class for yeah. the time. I think going. I think going into the game, I had a tight thigh in the game and I tried to play because I would. I'd, I'd try and fucking trick my own mind to think, oh, I'm all right, because you want to play, don't you? You yeah. want to go through the pain barrier. I couldn't and I pulled my quad, but it was a joke, wasn't it, in that mm. game? Them, them goals he scored. 4-3, wasn't it? 4-3, mate. It's always on Sky Sports. Yeah. He's had a few great games against Man United that year as well, I remember. Aye, brilliant a rivalry, that, innit? Yeah. It's not the same. Well, maybe it is this. Have you been to Ellen Road? Played there, beat them 3-0. Did you? Scalped him, mate. Any good? We were brilliant, they were terrible. Yeah. That was Snoddy's team. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh-huh. But they ended up going up that year and we never yeah, saw it. Is that one of the, would you say that's oh, one of the best atmosphere in England? <laughs> Marching yeah. on together, isn't it? This oh, thing. When, the, when, the, when Leeds play Man United, the atmosphere is Electric. a different level. Yeah. They're outside, the fans are outside the hotel before. They're all ch- clapping you in. Sometimes the fans aren't really asked when the bus goes past, but Leeds fans are fucking going mental. Are they? Yeah. They're, 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 they're an unbelievable fan base, them. Is that the best you've played in England? Right? Well, I enjoyed that. Atmosphere. I think my favourite stadium, I Atmosphere is class, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Is that so I said? No, 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 I was originally going to say it. Uh, uh, a legend on this show, a few stories about him. Fowler. Premier League legend as well, mate. What a fucking player. But, Robert, is that what he calls himself, Robert? Robert. Robert. Penance says he used have to ever, just lie you, and piss himself. Have you ever seen the size of his ears? I've got quite big ears, right? Little no. gammons, right? He's got ears about that big. Have a look next time you see the picture. Get a picture up now, Robbie Fowler. <laughs> He's got ears like John Regis. Remember John Regis? No. You can't remember John Regis. No, I only know football, mate. I only know football. Eh, what? I'm going to get John Reed up. John Regis. John Reed. <laughs> his ears, Robbie's ears, are that big. And they're tiny, huh? They're that big. And is, does that match? <laughs> I can't remember. No, I, John Regis. Satisfactory. Satisfactory, mate. And is he a great guy? Oh, he's a top man. I remember that we were um, over a trip in, in, in China and Bangkok and I was rooming with Robbie at the time. So he, he said, right, let's, have a, let's have a few drinks. We had a karaoke night anyway. We had to go to bed at a certain hour. We didn't. So me him and Dubes were like doing competitions where, so we were, we were bevying and we had to run around the hotel like naked. So at the top floor and you had to run around like in a, in a circle like this. So we were playing races. You can imagine this kind of athlete running around there like two o'clock in the morning. All, Sprinting up and things like that. One of the nights, I think it's in his, I think it's in Robbie's book, where me and him, me and him nicked out and the, the, the fellas with the gondola, is it? Or the, oh, the quads? No, it's like, you're in the back of summer, but he's pedaling. He's pedaling, yeah. yeah. Robbie just said, get off. Anyway, me and him took it, crashed the thing. <laughs> oh, man, it was mental. I was shitting myself for days. He's oh. a big player, isn't he? I was <laughs> shitting, thinking, oh, my God. What a hero. Legend, isn't he, Robbie? But parents said you just just lie in training. And he'd be speaking to me, he'd just start passing. He's like, ah, can't going to tell you. Yeah, he's off it. That's brilliant. Yeah. Best goal he's ever scored for Leeds, ball comes rolling, I'm on the half volley, and he just dinks David James. Remember it? Ellen Road. Wow. When he was at West Ham. What, what West Ham yeah, was it? He was yeah. against West Ham, yeah. What? Good finish goal. that one, eh? Yeah. See, at that time, was there a lot of trouble behind the scenes? Were the players aware of that? With the, With the money. With the money side of things? I'd say it was the time we finished fourth in the league, and that was when 
when you finished fourth in the league, you couldn't get in the Champions League. Right. So we were, that's when we obviously knew we were struggling. And then there was rumblings going on. He obviously got rid of David O'Leary. I don't think the senior players were too happy with him at that time. We got in Terry, Ven Terry Venables. And we thought, fucking brilliant here. Anyway, we saw Rio, and it was like, fuck it, no. Like, up raw, And then in the January... What was the meeting like? Can you, was there like a meeting after Ferdinand was sold? No, the lads were just thinking, fucking hell, we want to try and push on it. We've got a really a nucleus of a proper good squad. And then January transfer window comes, I get sold. Robbie King gets sold, Robbie Fowler gets sold, and we realise, fucking, the club's struggling. I didn't really, I didn't want to leave Leeds, to be honest. I wanted to, to stay, but I had, to, I had to be sold because the club could have gone into liquidation. <laughs> Just need to ask you quickly, like, that Champions League campaign, remember the Galatasaray? That was UEFA Cup. Was that UEFA Cup? Was that wild over there? Huh? That was mental. That was when the two Leeds fans died. Died, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So what that's was it like when the start. team went over? Was, was it hostile? Yeah, really hostile. I remember coming out for that game and there's like barriers up. Do you know, like the, the place with the shields because that, that game should never have gone ahead. Two no. England fans got, no, got right. two Leeds fans got stabbed and, and died, you know, so that was, a, that, was a, that was a tough time for the football club as well. Is that the most hostile atmosphere you've played in? Yeah. That was that yeah, was wild Galatasaray. Welcome to hell, isn't it? Yeah. I sat with the seats. Welcome to hell, eh? Wow. But then, Bobby Robson, phone you now from Newcastle. <laughs> is this the, yeah. this is the phone call you're talking about? This is what you're talking about, Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he didn't ring me, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's killed, Jenny. <laughs> no, I knew that Kieran Dyer was ringing me saying, oh, Bobby Robson wants, wants you to come. Do you want to come? I was like, listen, Kieran, I'm happy here. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm happy where I am. I had no choice at the end of it. I wanted to, I needed to go. But when I got there, it was unbelievable to play for a manager like Bobby Robson. And what's so good about him? His man management, his enthusiasm on the training pitch, how he speaks to his players, what he was like as a person. You know, you get them, type of manager you want to do everything for, don't you? So what sort you of stuff that? would he say? Like, you're the best centre-half in England? No, he just, he just speaks to you and just show you, show you different, different clips and of how, how good you were and what you can do a little bit better. That's when you. That's when you want to play for man. When you can learn and you keep on learning, you keep on progressing. But he's just a top guy, real top guy. You tell some funny stories about me. Go on. Then. I can't because it's on camera. I can't tell him. To be honest. Oh really? Right. Yeah. Oh, God, you can tell us after. Mm. But another legend, mate, Terry Venables as well. Now, see, when I, I've interviewed somebody before and thought Terry Venables is just a man manager, and sometimes like, mate, Terry Venables is an unbelievable tactician. coach. Tactician. Yeah, he's a tactician. To be fair, Terry. Listen, the brochure what he was sold was totally different to what he when he turned up. Totally different. He was the brochure sort of him was fucking caviar, the fucking whole shebang. And he got there and it was like sausage and mash, wasn't it? Uh, Do you know what I mean? Players it's like just... how somebody sold this podcast to you as well, aren't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I turned up and I was thinking, what's happening here, lads? Bobby Robson does seem like a hero for me. Uh, see, but see, when you went to Newcastle, did you did you think Newcastle could win the Premier League then? When you went there? I, I thought that they, had a, they had a really young, another vibrant squad with like Dyer, Bellamy. Um, Shearer and myself, Gary Speed, Shea Given. They had some really, really good players. Jimmy and Jen, Solano, remember them, Solano? Yeah, Lord Nobby Robert. Solano, Peru. So we had a, a, a good core of players, but could we get to the next level? We need to invest a bit more. I think. Right. We were all right getting like fifth and fourth and stuff like that, and we qualified for the, the Champions League. Listen, when you've got Alan Shearer in your team, you, you're going to do well, aren't you? See, that time, sorry, just before Newcastle, was any other team interested in you? When I went to when I when you were at least just about me about to leave Leeds. No, I think I think they just came in last minute. Did I don't they? think a lot of teams realised that the club was going on. Right. What about you talked about Illinois atmosphere St James's mate? Even remember yeah, St James is something it's something special to be honest with you. When you're coming out to the music before the game, 
that happens phase unreal. And now Eddie Howe's gone there, I just thought they do so well because of the fans the fans deserve. Do you think it will? Yeah, I think I don't think it's gonna be easy, like we've got mm. six points adrift down at the minute, okay. level on points of Norwich. It ain't gonna be easy. Will they splash a load of money in January? I'm not so, I'm not so sure. They might buy a few players, but who's gonna sell them? Yeah. So it's what Eddie Howe will do at that club is he'll improve the players tenfold because he's that type of coach and the coaching staff he's got there, he'll improve players. But it isn't going to be easy. But I hope they will do well because the fans, the fans are special. What was, the, what, was the, what was your first game at St James's? Chelsea, hang. Chelsea debut. Chelsea. And is it a proper noise when you walk out? The, the noise is like ridiculous. It's like fifty-six thousand, but it's it's like something that I've never heard really before from fans like that because it's, it's a one it's a one club city, isn't it? Yeah. And they're just constantly on you. Played my best football on Newcastle. Did my you? Best football. And why was that? Because of Bobby Robson. I'd say it was that because of that. Yeah, I was I was super confident to be honest with you. Who was your centre half partner? Uh, I Andy O'Brien, the Titus Bramble. See, I'm not being like disrespectful, but I would think your best football would be played like with Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, no. My Did best... you like that better? Maybe that you were the main man in that centre defence. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say. I just said I played my best football there. I don't know what it was. I was just I played some outstanding football. I was at Newcastle. If I, I'm not big headed, but yeah, I definitely did. I mean, am I? Um, see, when you first went there, did Shira come and welcome you? Was he like that as a captain? He had the same agent as me. Oh, so so, so no. I knew him and he was top man. Did he ring you before you signed? No, I don't think he did. Well, she he probably, probably should have. Yeah. I'm a good captain. I've done that. Was he quite... I can't imagine him being ruthless with boy Shearer. Yeah, he was, yeah. Him and, him and Bellamy. Bellamy used to give him a bit as well. Did know? they go on with each other? Give who a bit? Shearer. What did he want to do? Hey, I sit back and watch this. Come on, the stage is yours. No, he used to give him a bit. Like fucking, like, hammer him. And I'd be like, fucking hell. Like, I'm thinking to myself, who the fuck are you talking to? It's Alan Shearer. Bellas didn't give a fuck. He was like, fucking hell, you need to play me in here. And one day I went, he went, listen, you little cunt. He said, you fucking say that to me again, I'll fucking bury you. Honestly, Bellas wasn't, he shit his pants. Oh, yeah. I love that, He mate. put it on his toes, to be fair to him. Bellas ah. came to Celtic on loan for you. Yeah. I remember he was proper chirpy, man. Yeah, chirpy ass. He loves his football, though, Bellas. He knows yeah, his no, no, he, he knows his, his conkers. Stuff, he knows big conker, man. Yeah. He knows his stuff. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever have a wee hang argument? There was one time when he was good at, he always wanted to play 1v1s, but he thought he was too quick. So I said, oh, well, then we'll go 1v1s. So we did a fucking 1v1 the length of the football pitch. Better no, he's not. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, just after training, like? Yeah. I think we did it a few times. Rapid. 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 Did he do it? He didn't get past me. Oh, smoked wow. him. Did you smoked stuff? him. <laughs> Jonathan, get <laughs> What about Shearer? They say he said like Gerard schools were animals. Was Shearer the same in training? He seems to me the type that maybe isn't that interested no, in training. No, no, no. He's, he's a game man. He's a, he's, a, he's a game man. One thing with Al is like in pre season training, just say this is a track, yeah? So everyone's running around this track. Al will have his own track over here. Well, he just does his own thing. Well, he couldn't keep up with the rest. He Did wasn't he a great, he's not a great long distance runner. So if he were doing like 800 metre runs or 400 metres, Thousand metres, he'd, he'd have his own track. That's when you know you're a hero. That's when you know you're a legend. And our legend we spoke to Shea Given about is um, Gary Speed. Yeah. Top man. Yeah, he's ugh, just a, a, a good, and again, a good fella, great leader. Yeah. Top man, do anything for you. I, I used to speak to him when I left Newcastle. So when I went to all my clubs and all that and he started coaching for Wales, I was always in, oh, in yeah, contact man. with Speed. Oh. So sad. Ah, horrible, See, when you're talking about Paul Hart telling you about header a ball, Gary Speed could header a ball. Wow. In his Everton days as well, he was a joke one he in the air. That late run in the oh, box. Oh, wow, leap. And the leap, didn't he? Would, uh, who would be the main ones for going out? Because Newcastle, mate, is... You move out of Newcastle, you're moving ah, out of yeah, Newcastle, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we had a young, we had a young group, didn't we? So I'd say if, if 
there's Daya, Jenis, Bellamy. She would go out as well, Speedy would go out, Shade go out. So there'd be a, a group of us all going out. Maybe we would sometimes meet at different different areas. I want to know about Dyer as well. I know we're asking you about every single player you played with, but mm. Dyer was another one, mate. I thought at the time he came through outswitch, obviously, but yeah. was it Newcastle? Mate? What a player he was Unbelievable this season. Yeah, rapid. And what was it? Just injuries with him as well? Yeah, he had injuries as well. But I, I think he had a, a liver problem as well, which is he still got that. Yeah. Still got that now. Um, Could he have went to the very top, Dyer? Yeah, without doubt. Without injuries, yeah, because he had so much. He was so physically that good and runs past players. It's very rare now you get midfielders who really run yeah. past the forward, isn't it? He could do that, he could go box to box. Oh, third man running it. And they finished yeah. third that year. High sense of deja vu, yeah. wasn't it? What's that, sorry? Sense of deja vu, wasn't it? Finish yeah. Leeds third yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that, what, but is that frustrating, mate? Like of course it's because you want to win. Yeah. What, you what, win. Why did you know and what, what stopped us? Was it good enough? Was it good enough? Man United win. Man United are the team of like scores. Keane, Giggs. To be Beckham, fair, mate, you probably can't against the Roy, best. Yeah, they were top one. Team in the Premier League. And then you had the Arsenal team as well. You had that team as well. They were the two best. Who was the best team you played against then? I'd probably say that Man United team. That Man United team, we got beat. It's, uh, it was, we played against Man United at, at St James's and before the game, Bobby Robson said, right lads, I'm going to do something a little bit different today. I'm going to say, Jonathan, you man to man Van Nistelrooy. So wherever Van Nistelrooy goes, you mark him. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I beat fucking, was it 5-2? Five, five score scored that trick. Oh, yeah. wow. And we had a massive big fucking inquest the next day. Massive Bobby Robson going mental. And Bellas went, fucking, it's your fault, gaffer. Said <gasps> so you told Jonathan the man-man fucking Van Nistelrooy. So Bobby Robson went, I tell you what though, son. Fucking Van Nistelrooy didn't score, did he? <laughs> But fucking score scored free. <laughs> but <laughs> they're clever enough at Van Nistelrooy's just taking you at that yeah. space and scores just running out. No, that was unbelievable. We took the lead as well, Jimmy and Janice at a top corner. What yeah. was so good about that man? You team just attack you all the time. I just they didn't they didn't know when they were beaten. They'd just be they'd just be relentless. I think their attitude they had in that squad and with like with Roy Keane as the captain. What was Keane like on the pitch? Hell. Was he constant? Was he yeah, right he was, no, not really. I didn't really I didn't really have many fucking 50-50s with him, did I? But he was just a 
He's just a top player. He used to run the game. Yeah. Run the game. He just did the simple things so well. And set, he, and set standards. Yeah. Remember the game him and Shearer? Yeah, did yeah, yeah. Did Shearer not say Keane was waiting for him in the tunnel? Were you, did you play that game? I wasn't there then. I wasn't there. When did he get was, Rude, was he the hardest striker you came up against? No. Was he not? No. He was a hero, Rude, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a good player. Mm-hmm. Only in the box, though. How was he? Only in the box? So who, who was harder than him? Suarez. Omri. Oh, Suarez. He's my favourite. Suarez, fucking hell, he's that player, Suarez. You never can really get rolled as a centre back. I didn't anyway. And I played against him, I got rolled like three times in a game. I was like, what? You're an animal. What? Is he strong, like? That's where he gets his body. uh Gets his body between you and the ball. He's small, small, big. Oh, it was hard to play against him. Henri was tough, quick. Mate, one guy you had in your back pocket until 2004 was Drogba. Clean shit. That That was him as a very young Drogba at Marseille. When he was at Marseille, yeah. And that's when Madrid started watching me. In that period when we were in the semi-finals and stuff with with Newcastle, um, but Jogger was their main player. We knew he was going to go for big money in the summer. And I was up against him here. And that was one of my best games for Newcastle, I'd say, against Jogger. So he was fucking, he was big as well, strong. He's hard to play against. How yeah. did you did you find out then that the amateur were looking at you? My agent told me, and oh. and it had been maybe a bit before when we were playing all the games up. He said Madrid are watching you. They've been onto me. Did that affect you, mate? No, no, not one bit. That's brilliant, eh? That would affect. But then they bought Walter Samwell. And you think, do you think that's me? I'm done then. I'm done. I'm not moving. So, got to crack on. And then they come in for me in the in the summer again because I wanted another centre back. See, just on the centre forward things because I'm I'm obsessed with this centre half. See, if you were coming up against a Drogba, would you play him differently to Suarez? Like, would you maybe try and nip in front of? Uh, With with Drogba, I wouldn't like let him hold, like let him feel me. So you would so just stand bit, off him? I'd be a bit elusive. No, right. be, he, he wouldn't know where I am. So if he's trying to be elusive with me, I'm trying to be elusive with him. So he doesn't know where I am. So he, he doesn't know when I'm going to put a foot in, does he? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or sometimes then you'd mix it up. Sometimes you'd go tight to him and hit him last minute. So as the ball's coming to his feet, you're there taking it off him. Yeah. But he was good. He was, he was, he was, a, he was a tough player to play against Rob. You, you missed the second tie. And... Yeah. So you, play, you played first leg. First one. And then he scored two in the second Do some leg, research mate. on this, don't you? Very impressive, you know. It's this guy here, mate. Yeah? Uh-huh. Oh, is it Snoddy? Is it Snoddy? Snoddy, yeah. What's up, Gabe? 30 quid a week? 30 quid a week. Just tops his wages. Just tops his wages up. But he scored two in the second leg. So it just shows you how important you were to that team, mate. Uh, yeah, well, I was quite important to the team. Um, but it was always going to be a tough game going there. Did you know you were flying at that time? Did you think I could go and go to the next level? I could go and play for Real Madrid? Uh, yeah. I knew I was playing my best my best football in Newcastle and I knew that if I wanted to I could get the next level. I think Liverpool were interested in me there then as well as Madrid. But if Madrid come in for you, you're only gonna go one place. Oh yeah, but over Liverpool, oh, I can't. What would you do? I don't know, I love Liverpool for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. No over Real Madrid. Even at that time as well, Real Madrid had all the best players in the world, didn't he love whenever? Uh, that's true at that time. But Liverpool still won five European Cups, isn't they? Yeah, but how many have Madrid won thirteen? You've got to Real Madrid, yeah. Can you just talk? Is I, I don't think we should talk at this part. The Real Madrid move. This is the most. We've been we, we've been up all night. Aren't we thinking about it? If you could date in Spanish, <laughs> if you could date in Spanish as well, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> what <with> Scottish? <laughs> date in Scottish. <laughs> mate, <laughs> so Samuel signs there. You think it's done? When are you? No, this could be back on. Well, I didn't until I rang my agent and said, "Oh, we're going to bid for him tomorrow." And I'm walking down some some steps in Whitby, and I'm like, "Fuck." Where's Whitby? Middlesbrough. Whitby's like about thirty minutes from Middlesbrough. It's like a little seaside town. So you and Bobby are walking down the stairs? <laughs> Bobby wouldn't have been able to walk down them stairs. <laughs> to be fair, I was struggling to walk down and never mind get back up. And... So the phone goes, agent, 
Well, this is mad. They're going to bid for you tomorrow, 20 million euros. I'm like, well, yeah, let's get it done. I was injured at the time and I was supposed to be flying over to Munich to get some injections off that Muller Wolf ass. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah. Like, how was good and all that carry on? Because I'd do anything to try and get fit. Um, he said, right, they're going to bid for you. Newcastle are, are going to reject it and they're going to try and play a bit hardball. I said, well, I want to go. So tell him I want to I want to move. Um, I want to like, play for the, the, the biggest team in the world. So the next minute, deal gets done. Um, Madrid send a private jet for me over to, to Munich to pick me up to take me back to Madrid for the medical. Were you really worried like at that. this time? Yeah, because I'm thinking, fuck, I want to pass this medical. Yeah. My thigh's fucked. I've been out for like about six weeks or something. I keep on getting recurrences in it, thinking, fucking, I'm a dream movie, I'm done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I have the medical. <clears throat> so I'm in the back of the car with uh, the doctor, um, and he's translating, speaking Spanish and speaking English to me, and he says to Florentino Perez, he says, oh, he's got a problem with his back. This is where I find out well, my back's fucked. And he says, he's got a really like, bad problem with his back. His thigh's okay. What, what do you want to do now? He said, we, we won't really pass him on the medical because of his back. And Florentino says, right, instead of five years, we'll give him four years. Oh, my God. And I'm going, get up there. Ah, it's unreal, mate. Yeah. What about, oh, well, this is all the private jet on the way over. Do you eat, do you drink, do you eat and drink? Or is it... Do you know who was with me on the private jet? There was me, my agent, the doctor, and uh, Kenneth Shepherd, Freddie Shepherd's son. Was he? German son? He was on it, yeah. He was on the jet. I remember I was fucking shitting myself, right? Because it was fucking, we looked down, there was fucking a load of lightning going on. I'm thinking, fucking, will I ever get this moment? <laughs> a load of lightning. I'm thinking, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so, yeah. Unbelievable, really. Oh, What's the Bernabeu like? Do you do your medical in the Bernabeu? No, you do it at the hospital on the, around the corner, but the Bernabeu when you walk in Do you there, drive to the Bernabeu to sign? Yeah. Yeah, and you sign upstairs and you have to give you all these like pens and statues of the stadium, you know, mini statues and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't even put that in my head what that'd yeah. be like. Then you walk in and there's a few fans, like, obviously not many fans watching me, but there's about, I don't know, 5,000 fans or something watching you sign and you have to do your kick-ups. How? Okay. Did you still need to do that injury? Oh, Nobody do, ever does that, man. I can't do kick-ups made on my three knees and put the ball under my arm. Get me out of here now. <laughs> right, so big man, you signed for Real Madrid. How is it signing for a club that size but you're injured? You can't really get yeah, them on straight away. That's a difficult thing. That's a difficult thing because when you go into a club, you're normally interacting with the players out on the pitch and that's where you get to know the players more than anything. So every day I'm going in there injured and they must be thinking, fucking hell, when's this lad fit? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Did any of the big boys come up and introduce themselves? Yeah, all of them. Bang on? Yeah, all of them. Like oh, top, yeah. yeah, top players, yeah. Like good, good guys, you know what I mean? Easy to deal with. All I want to do is be the best best players I can be and have the best team. Yeah. There's no like, everyone goes out with bigger egos and that, all that. You get more bigger egos, like the, the, the further you go down the leagues, I think. Because the players think that's, they're going to be the... That's true, that's true. <laughs> the players that's true. think they should be up there when they're not. Do you know what I mean? Was there one that was particularly a top man that Ronaldo, really looked after you? Ronaldo was top. R9. Like what? Yeah, he just... Uh, he was the one who'd like... He'd take you under his wing, you know what I mean? He'd go around his house. He'd, he'd go out for meals. And like my mates are coming over. He'd say, bring your mates over at my house as well. So you've got to imagine my mates are coming round, right? From Middlesbrough. From Middlesbrough. And then they're in Ronaldo's house. And Ronaldo's getting on with them all, you know, talking in English. There was a time when, I think it was on a, on a Sunday or something, we were around his house, probably from a Saturday night or something. And he's got two buggies. So it's like it's two beach buggy things. And out yeah. the back of his house is like rough terrain and that me and him are flying about on these buggies. My mates are in his Hummer flying about after us. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's like... Surreal. It's just surreal, isn't it? There's me and Ronaldo flying down in these buggies. 
and my mates are flying behind him in his Hummer. Do you know what I mean? Ah, it's crazy, man. Do you love it? Do you love a party? Huh? No, no, yeah, listen, you know, we're all, we're all the same, aren't we? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We all like a night out now and again, but he didn't at the he did it at the right times. And was that a nightclub in the house? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a nightclub, it's a little it's Tommy G Tommy Gravison told us about it. It's a bar and that, yeah. So see when you get you find out for the, the medical it's a problem in your back. Yeah. What happens then though? Is that then are you doing rehab for the next year? Yeah, few you're months? doing you're doing rehab, but Madrid just got, got me doing like a thousand a thousand uh sit ups a day. <laughs> no chance. I'm telling you now. I was doing thousand I done five hundred in the morning, five hundred in the afternoon to try and doing my back. So I hired my own physio. I hired my own physio called Dave Hancock, who come to Spain. What was that? Were the physios not great? They were all right. They just, the physios were okay. They just done, they had a different way of going about it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I, I had a, a fellow at Leeds called Dave Hancock who was like levels above. Do you know yeah. what I mean? When you have coaches now, and you have coaches like there, like yeah. a Guardiola and a Klopp. So did he stay with you? He, 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 he stayed with me and then I went over to Leeds and worked with him. And that's when I got back real fit. Did he hang a bit with Ronaldo? No, no. Then I let him down, you know? Who else, no. is, close, who else is close to Ronaldo? What are their players? Uh, I think I'd say, mo- I'd say most of them all. The Brazilian ones like Roberto Carlos, Rabinho and stuff. Mitchell Salgado was top. Bex was top. Oh, all Bex, I've not even mentioned well, Bex, Bex You've got to imagine as well, right? A lot of them have got family as well. So I'm young, I ain't got family. So mm. you're going to go with the ones who haven't, haven't got kids in there. Totally right. Sheeran never done it. Tell me Bex phoned you when you were sending for Madrid. No, no. Well, Bex was a top. Bex was a really good guy. Is he? Would he take you, would you have a yeah, yeah, over his house for his family? I didn't go up to his house, but we went out and stuff and he was a really, a really top man as well. Is he gorgeous? Uh-huh. A big good looking thing, isn't he? He'd is be he? all over him, you. Oh. Do you know who I can imagine being sociable with the group? Zidane? Do no, you? yeah, no, absolutely fine. Just quiet, yeah. get on about, he'd just do his own stuff. But like, again, good guy with it. Gravison was a lunatic with him. Gravison yeah, was a chance on the train, gets him in headlocks and all that, Tommy. Oh, wait, yeah. before he tells a Gravison story, Tommy Gravison done the hydro wash, mate, right? And this is his. I don't know how you happy you'll be here. Zidane was another one. Fico was another one. David Beckham was another one. Wow. Roberto Carlos was another one. But Jonathan Woodgate, he was shit. Is that what he said? Big baldy. Would he socialise with you, Tommy? Yeah, Tommy now and again, yeah. Did he? Yeah. I was only there with Tommy with a bit of time, though, I think, about it, yeah. Where's he now? Vegas. Vegas, uh huh. Done all right. So what was he? What was he like about the training ground? Absolute maniac, maniac. Man. I've never seen anything like it. What was Zidane not say when he was doing this? I just stuff? think he was surprised. Like, he used to chase him about and that, and start getting him headlocks. What chase Zidane? He used to chase any player, anyone, and they'd all be running, and he'd be just going and get him headlocks and get one to floor and go. Tommy Wright, he said to me, he said Jonathan, though he does his bit of a scouser. Yeah. He says, I can throw. A golf ball, the length of a football pitch. And Tommy, it's fucking shit, you divvy. What are you on about? He's full of shit. He goes, get me a golf ball now. He said, no, I'll bring a golf ball at the train tomorrow and I'll fucking show you. I went, are we then? Let's fucking watch you. He got this golf ball and he flung it the length of a football fit. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Do you know different level strength? It was oh, ridiculous. Mate, he's the strongest man in the world, Ridiculous. Good, very underrated, Tommy. You said that as well with some training, a player on training. You uh-huh. said that's very underrated, Tommy. Is it, is it true what he says? So it was basically just attacking you were left to defend. Yeah. It was basically me uh, <laughs> and sometimes Helguera or Ramos, and then you got Salgado and Roberto Carlos just going woof. And like, what are you supposed to do? On a big pitch at the Bernabeu. You need to be able to defend 1v1, don't you? Who was your manager then? 
Oh, I had Jose Antonio Camacho, Garcia Ramon, Juan Lopez Caro, Wandre Luxembourg and Fabio Capello in two years. Did they see the managers? Did there's not a manager between them and the Capello. serious though, isn't he? But did the players serious. listen to them? He won the league, Capello. No, Capello see the other managers. Did yeah, yeah, they did, yeah, but. It's different with different managers, isn't it? The Brazilian one was was good as well. Juan Lopez Caro was good. Mm-hmm. He was a good, he was a decent enough manager. How would the managers t- take to Tommy? I haven't I haven't got a clue. I think they just have to get on with it. Were you there when he, he fought Robinho? Yeah, pre-season. So, what happened? I think I think Robinho went in on him. I think no, Tommy. It was someone like that, and Tommy just grabbed hold of him. Robinho tried to give him a bit back. I think they both got sent in. <laughs> He's offered Tommy, and he. He's so wild, isn't he? He's a different level. Would, would, would he fight with anybody else? I think he'd fight with anyone. But did he fight with... No, only Rubinho. Rubinho, is it? Mm. What was the pressure like? Because obviously the Galacticos was a... Maybe the press, was there so much pressure on you, though? Uh, training, press are watching games. What, every day? The, every day, the, maybe one day you'll have where the press aren't there. So every day the press are there, so you can guarantee oh, there's about 50 man. cameras there. Well, they watch training every day, Every single day, so you've got, you've got to be on it every day. You can't be fucking about. And what, will they report back on training in the paper? Yeah, they'd report back. Oh, it's Jonathan Gates done this in training, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he looks good. I'm sure Gardula changed that, mate, when he went to Barca. Did he? Or he tried to change it because, see, that, that, that's not right to do that at all. There's too much, far too much pressure on the players, but yeah. could be right. Maybe it is a thing over there later in the day. Martin Mental. Was it added with Beckham? Was Beckham being there as well? Like, what was the fanfare like around him? Yeah, it's, it's fucking hell. Beck's in it. You've probably got all the cameras basically watching him. Yeah. He's got to be so careful what he does. He can't do anything, can he? So everywhere Beckham goes, there's like a camera crew and that fans following. So if he was, if he was, if he was, if he was going out, there'd be always, always cameras there. If we went to an Irish bar, just say on a on a Wednesday night or something, me, Mitchell Salgado and Bex or whatever, there wasn't always ones there because you're in like fucking an Irish bar, aren't you? But if he goes to restaurants and stuff like that, it's, it's different for him. What does he drink, Bex? Guinness. Bex. Bottle of Bex? No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Imagine he done that. No, he doesn't. <laughs> imagine he ordered a bottle <laughs> of Bex. That'd be legend. Was we owned Michelle as well, weren't we? Yeah, Michael was there. Yeah. The teeth, I can't imagine him fitting in. He there. sat in the, you said he sh- sat in the shade for a full year, didn't he? <laughs> what? Never went in the sun once. Just sat in the shade factor with factor 90 on. You're a big factor 50, man. Oh, he's I, 90. I can. Get a Mate, no do you know chance. Like? Yeah, do you know like Steve Sidwell? Yeah. Natural tan. Redness. <laughs> Just red, innit? But so I, I don't feel I'm getting, I want to hear all about these boys in the changing room. I want to know the, the, the real loud ones. Was any Pilguero was loud. Just get up and dancing. But it's a different crack to compare it to the like, the likes of a ladies' dressing room because we all uh, know each other, we're all come through a youth system together, or we're all at Newcastle where everyone's English. Where in, in, in Madrid it's different, there's different personalities, and people are a lot, a lot of them are all different, aren't they? But does Ronaldo, was Ronaldo, Tommy used to say that Ronaldo was the main one that would get on with everyone? Yeah, Ronaldo was, Ronaldo, Roberto Carlos were the ones who would get on with every single one. Brazilians, Brazilians are, some, are some fellas like, they just want to have a good time, don't they? You've seen them on the buses, don't you? When they go to the games and the buses, you seen them all. all the stuff out and all. All I want to do is have sing songs. It's yeah. fucking brilliant, isn't it? That's amazing, mate. Eh? And see the dressing room before the game, they're keeping the bop and that, like they do. Yeah. Like, I've never seen anything like Roberto Carlos's technique. Is it ridiculous? Mm. Like, keeping balls and doing things with balls. Like, ah, I couldn't dream of doing things. I used to sit there on my own and just chill out with the ball. I couldn't. Can't see the ball. But you said Zidane was the best player? Zidane was the best player. Zidane was the best player. Would he do things in training daily that you would go? He was just so, he was just so elegant and just could, could do what he, he wanted to on the pitch. So big as well, you know, he's about the same size as me. Lean. But an ex- extraordinary player. 
Who else is going to Guilty. Used to run the oh, I loved Gooty, mate. Do you remember Gooty was running through, mate? He's got a tap in and he backs his at the end of To Benzema. To Benzema. Spaniel. It's a joke, that goal. It's unreal, that goal, wasn't it? Uh-huh. He, he, could control a, he could control a session. Could he? Yeah, he was What, even amongst all that? Because yeah, he, yeah. he wasn't a starter, a regular nah, yeah, starter, Gooty. He could play any position. He could play centre mid, off the right, off the left, centre forward. He was very good at him. Wow. He, he, he'd probably be the player, I'd say, who, who'd control the full training sessions if you're doing possessions and stuff like that. If you're on his team, you're winning. Oh, I love that. Pass, you see, did you miss the, f- the first full season you signed? Yeah, injured. injured. So see there, that, that must be so... Was it press on that? Yeah, all over it. So I, I came injured because I think the I think a couple of seasons before, remember that Gabriel Melito? Yeah. David yeah. Melito's brother? Yeah. He failed a medical at Madrid and then I passed one. So they're thinking, well, why does Jonathan Wood get past yeah. one? You failed Gabby Melito. Anyway, so I get back fit after about three weeks. And we're playing in a practice game. So it's my first practice game back. So I'm fucking obviously nervous. My first sprint, I do my, I do my thigh again. Oh, no. So all the press are there watching. It's like a fucking nightmare. So you're on the front of the papers and everything. And we sat, Desi said, who the fuck, who have we signed? What's this? He's broken again. That was hard, that. Are managers giving you a hard time that as well with this? Or are they, are no, they I don't, I don't, they're not giving you a hard time because they know when you get a scan, they can see what's happening to your leg. I was trying everything to get fit, like fucking Botox in the thigh. I'd fucking people coming over, put grass on my legs, and I try anything to try and get fit. Yeah, and I had to go and get an operation in Finland. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, right? So I'm walking to, to get my operation. The surgeon comes out, and like, he, he, I say, he couldn't like he couldn't walk properly with it, so he's a bit like his, his wrist was a bit limp. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, oh, you're, you're operating on me, mate. It was called Grabber. <laughs> It's called, honestly, it was called Grabber. I swear, and he'd he done it for me, fixed me. He took my, he stitched my tendon back up because I didn't realise my tendon had ruptured as well. So it was my fine muscle on my tendon. So you said about the press thing, where you're in, is there papers in the dressing room every day? Do they big players read oh, the, the papers? Pa- in Madrid, right, you have two papers, one called Ass and one called Marker, and it's just football. Ass? So you've got, yeah, it's called AS. Is yes. that the magazine you get? Oh, fuck, I know. <laughs> he loves big ass. <laughs> <laughs> so every day it's... And are they papers so, in the dressing room? No, they're not in the dressing room, but every shop you go to in Madrid, these papers are only there to write about football. Every day? Every single day. What papers do you have in Glasgow? So you have this... Record, in the record in the sun, uh-huh. Yeah, there's only a bit at the back, right? Yeah, yeah. This paper's full. Wait, did you just go like, I kind of did that and it's stayed I couldn't stand it, could I? Mate, oh. <laughs> so when do you get back for your first proper game? Uh, How long into your Madrid career is that? 16 months after I started. I'd done, the, I'd done the full pre-season with them. I went to America and I'd done that pre-season and I started getting back fit. First game was Atletico Bilbao, wasn't it? So the Bilba- actual Bilbao game, you're making your debut. Yeah. What is that like? Is it as Tommy says and you mentioned before, are they all attacking in your team? Yeah, they're, they're, they're all attacking. First game, I need to defend but, you, know I mean? Yeah, but I like defending. So you remember what I said earlier on when the youth team days, we used to defend 2v2 and the full-backs used to bomb on. Yeah. So I'm used to it and I can yeah. defend 2v2 because I'm, I'm quick, so I didn't really mind it, to be honest with you. Um, so the debut, yeah, I remember making my first tackle and it should have been a red. It was definite red. What is that? Oh, it was a definite red. I think red. I watched the game on it. It was a Sunday night, wasn't it? It was a definite right? red. Um, and I was lucky to get away with that. Next, the ball comes in, fella, I don't know who it was, it was shooting now, and I just tried to get him head in the way, deflected, because I didn't because I hadn't played for a year. Mm-hmm. I didn't know like where I was on the pitch, you know what I mean? Because I hadn't been on there for that long and the fucking pitch is gigantic. Anyway, deflected into my goal and I'm thinking, this can't get much worse. What are you feeling at that point? I'm feeling, fuck me, this is going to get better. 
I remember Pavon picking me up off the floor and saying, come on, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Are you, is he for that moment? Or no nervous, but are you a bit like... Yeah, I'm just thinking to myself, give me the ball now, let me get on the ball so I can slap it through a line or something. Oh, you're right, that's good. So you actually yeah, wanted the yeah, ball so after thinking, that, right? Yeah, give me the ball so I can fucking do something positive. Yeah. Um, second half, I'm doing all right in the game, apart from that. Second half comes, I think it's about, after about 62 minutes. Um, one of their players tries to run me, so I check against him and sprint and get the ball. The next minute, the referee's marching over to me. The Spanish referees have got like their aggressive arnaud in the walk mm-hmm. like he goes, red card. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And like you've got all the Real Madrid players saying to the referee, what are you doing? Like arguing with him. So I walk, I'm, I'm going to walk off and the whole of the stadium stood up and clapped. Like the whole of the stadium. What, as in like happy you're off? <laughs> no, just like <laughs> congratulating me because I realised what I'd gone through. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> of course you were I happy. thought you meant I'd have been done. <laughs> Clapping the referee. I didn't realise that he would be happy. So they're all clapping me off. And obviously I'm fucking after the game. I'm devastated. Aren't we? we win the game. Fortunately, then Ronaldo comes in. He says, listen, don't worry about it. He says, you're fit. No problem. You've got through the game. Let's move on next game. Oh, what a oh, guy. So he's, he comes up to you straight away? Straight so- away. Because he's had injuries in the Milan, hadn't he? Yeah. So he realised what it was like. Then so, you went to his house for a party that night, didn't you? Probably. Oh, what would be the manager? What did he say? All right. He just he'd have been laughing because they won the game. Uh-huh. He wouldn't have been too bothered. See the pre-season trip? Is it? Is it high class? Yeah, it's top. Yeah, you travel everywhere. The best. It's Better the best. than like Newcastle and Leeds, even though they're big clubs. Yeah, different level. Different is it? level? Yeah. What the hotels? The hotels, the everything. The fans. That like, you you getting off your bus. So you get off a bus and that all be full of fans. What that full casino? That full casino be full of fans. Just to see Beckham, Zidane, Raul, fucking not me. Did you like that or no? I, I, can't, I can't do nothing about it. If I dislike it or not, just get on with it. Yeah. Don't dislike or like it, just, just get on with it. It's a weird life. That must be a weird life, and everywhere you go. I mean, it'd be hard enough to I mean, go and train with that, that group of players and stuff like that, but see when you've been out for so long, see when mm. you actually did go and train, did you feel miles after it? Yeah, you do feel miles. You know yourself, you feel a bit off oh, it. That's the worst, mate. But yeah. you've got to get it back quickly because you're playing with the best players. And these players can start to think that's really what he's like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if you when you when you and then when you start training good, then you realise yeah. what type of player you are. Did you fit in though? Fine, like yeah, f- yeah, fine, yeah, hundred percent fine. Brilliant, mate. Yeah. And you're playing my nineteen-year-old Sergio Ramos. Do you know what I loved about Ramos? Sad, did he not yeah. take Kiero's number five jersey? Was he five at first? Sure, he did. Was it eight? No, I think it was eighteen. Was it eighteen? I, I thought he took. Oh, maybe then he took Kiero's no, jersey. Eight, he took his number. Number four. Is it four? That's four, right. He took yeah, Kiero's four, yeah, four, didn't he? Yeah. Was he a confident boy even at nineteen? Yeah, he was he was class. He was more than a centre back. He could play anywhere you want to do Sergio. On the ball, a fucking unbelievable, so confident. So, so confident. But he, he played either centre back with me or right back or sometimes he played against Rosenberg in the Champions League. He played centre midfield. You could see he was going to be a, oh, top. a, a top player. Is he the best centre back you played then? Ferdinand King, Ledley King. King's a joke, supposedly, isn't he? Yeah, Ledley King, wow. Top. You see, Real Madrid, had you played with anybody like. In previous that when you're playing you must win because that that pressure must no, the, be. that's what I really learned when I went there that you've got to win every game right you've got to win if you draw a couple of games on the spin it's a fucking hell what's happening here there's a there's, in the papers I think Real Madrid have just two, drawn two games it's Did just you enjoy pressure. that yeah, yeah that's what you want to be in football for, for the pressure that's what I wanted to, I wanted to be in them pressure situations I wanted to be really pushed 
And that's what you need to do. If you want to get to the top, you need to handle the yeah. pressure. I mean, see, see, so see if there is a few bad results. Who's the players in that team are maybe pulling players out? Or? Raul. Raul, Tommy Gravison said that. Was, right? he, was he a nasty wee bugger? No, he was, he, was, he was just honest. Right. He was just honest. And I, to be fair, I got on with him because I tried to learn the language. Good. So as soon as I went there, I tried to, tried to get into their culture and try to learn the language. Steve McManaman said, as soon as you go, learn the language. So I got a, a teacher around three days a week. Brilliant. And try to learn the language. You've got to embrace it, haven't you? And right, come on, gauge your best night in Madrid before we move on. Best night in Madrid? Oh, I've had that. I've had a, I've had, I've had a few top nights. Anything happened that stands out? You can remember anything. Wow. What does Ronaldo wear on a night? Vest, you said, don't it? Just a string vest. String vest. White vest. Bexis 30s was a good night. Bexis 30s? Right, come on. Me and Tommy went there together. No, you never told me that. Oh, Tommy told me. Was Elle McPherson though there? That's she might have been, yeah. Uh, he's, me, a, he's, he's a stiff dresser though, isn't he? What was he wearing? No, he's I don't know. He was just, <laughs> he'd have been a blue suit jacket, blue jeans. He was stiff, white shirt. <laughs> you know what Tommy's like? So can you... Head shiny ass. Can you talk me through it? So does Bex come in the dressing room? He's like, ah, lads, I've got a 30th. Here's the invite. All, all, all the players went. It was absolutely rammed. So glad do you leave it? Think so? Uh, my mates, my mates... You leave it? So glad My mates dropped me off there in the car and there's just like so I get out the car and the, the cameras are just like it's is this at his house sorry? no this is at a restaurant right. in town and it's just a dip. I'm getting out thinking fuck and I hope I don't trip up there you know because all the cameras are watching what are their big names outside the football were they? Oh, I can't remember any of them I'm not great with like celebrity names is it King of Spain there? <laughs> Juan Carlos but you look a bit like Juan Carlos <laughs> <laughs> and all his, the lads were there it was top nine and his Beck's just hosting her huh? yeah he's just hosting walking about with Victoria Oh, what's she, what's she like? Hawk! Hawk, no! What's she like? Yeah, really nice, really nice lady. I see, huh? Really nice. She made you feel welcome. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's I love that, so that'd be my sort yeah. of. But I'd love that. Party. How'd you look, sorry, mate, how'd you look back at your Ramadan career? Oh, failure. Shit. You shit, wasn't it? Terrible. No. No, it should have been so much better if I wasn't injured. I can't know nothing about it, but it's a massive. You can't say regret because you can't know nothing about it, but. Could have been so much more. Does that eat away at you, mate? Yeah, he used to kill me, yeah. Did that? For how long? It wasn't so much now, but yeah, still I've finished playing football. Did it, mate? Yeah. Yeah. See, if you never had the injuries, do you believe that you could have went and played that level? Yeah. And well, been successful, yeah? Without question. Without question about that. So when does it come at an end? Is it when Capello comes in? Yeah, Capello comes in. I do this. I do the, the pre-season. I'm fit. I've, I've had a season with Middlesbrough loan. I get back in the England squad. Playing really, really well. I played around 45 games that season. Middlesbrough come back. Capello's the manager. I do seven weeks pre-season, topping all the running, doing good. And then he walks past me in the corridor and says, morning, Jonathan. I said, morning. Um, Baldini wants to see you as a sporting director. So I go and see Baldini. He says, right, you can, you can go and loan this season. You can, you can, you can go. And did you That's fight your cause? Or? No. So it was either Middlesbrough, Newcastle or Villarreal. And I chose to go to Middlesbrough, hometown team. You said previously it was your biggest regret? It was my biggest regret. Signing for Middlesbrough, not going. So I went on loan, yeah, and then I agreed to sign in I'd say the November time when I was I was too eager to sign the contract for Middlesbrough. I was happy. I was playing really well. I should have gone back to to Madrid. Madrid. I had a new manager coming right. in. What was Capello like? Strict didn't really didn't really say much. To be honest with you, hard to get a relationship. Wasn't really, yeah, yeah. Wasn't really affable character. The players not take him well. But he won the league twice there. He, yeah. sacked, he, did. he got the, he got sacked it. The uh, following season was that the one we rounded made the big comeback in the league. Yeah, vanished right. I'm watching that on telly. I'm watching that on telly in Ibiza. I'm See. watching it in my. I was in Ibiza. I think it was against Mallorca in the last game. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, oh fucking hell, that could have been me. You oh, could have done a league medal. What are you doing? 
what are you doing? I felt I felt low as fuck, you know, because I just won the league, and I'd and I'd left to Middlesbrough on loan and signed. And I think to myself, what are you doing, you fucking idiot? Should have stayed and had another year. And my contract could have gone back and try to get back in again, but didn't. Oh, mate. Hey, hey, things happened, didn't they? Got a career, you, you, you had mate, so don't ever you let anybody put you down. And if they do, we'll, we'll sort it out. I'll sort it. But then a guy we thought about Sai, wasn't it? Gareth Southgate. He was a Middlesbrough manager at the time. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> but, no, but but he's <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he, he, he rang me up and said, We're interested to take you. I also met Glenn, Glenn Rhoda, who was a manager of Newcastle at the time. But when I went to meet Glenn, he was just talking about all my injuries and stuff like that, where Gareth didn't even mention him. And um, when I met Steve Gibson, and being a Borough fan, I always wanted to play for Middlesbrough. Massive achievement for me to do that. Would you yeah. go to Riverside as a boy? I went to the Essen Park as a boy when I was six years old. So I've always been a Middlesbrough fan. My dad was a Middlesbrough fan. Yeah. So I thought this is only. One place I wanted to go. Everyone says Steve Gibson's proper top man, is he? Yeah, he's a good guy, Steve. Good guy. Put a lot of money into Middlesbrough. He's a lot of money into the football club. He's a local lad from a council estate in Middlesbrough called Park End. Is he right? And he yeah, just yeah. self-made. Self-made millionaire. Middlesbrough partner. So you you're flying there, and then is it Spurs that come in? For you? Is it Wandy Ramos? Wandy Ramos. Wandy Ramos signs me. Yeah. Were you flying it, brother, at this time? I guess. Yeah, I was doing okay, but in the second <clears> season, um, I think I had a clause in my contract saying if Middlesbrough don't finish in the top ten, I'm allowed to. Move ah, on, and Middlesbrough right. can can sell me for the price that they bought me. So Tottenham came in for me. Then I then I went there. Ramos was Seville manager before Seville that. Seville manager won uh, UEFA cups twice on the spin, didn't he? Yeah. Because when everyone when he went to Spurs, everyone thought he was gonna yeah. he was gonna be the guy to bring success to Tottenham. I, I think I, I think he, he won the we won the, the cup. The there cup against Chelsea. I think yeah. He struggled because he couldn't speak the language. So Gus Poyet was his basically. Translator, and I think he found that a bit a bit difficult right. for him to get his ideas across. It's not easy being being a foreign trying to do that. Uh, cup final against Chelsea, up against Drogba again. Oh, again, again. That and was a hard big game. game. Was, was that a hard game. game? That was me and Ledley against Drogba. That, that was a hard back game. Was he a lot different to the first time you played Drogba? Yeah, miles more physically stronger. Was he? Got his body in different better positions to really to really play against you. But yeah, me and Ledley played well. What was it like playing with Ledley King? Was he a big talker? He was a captain, No, no, he? we weren't real talkers. I just knew where he was going to be and where I was going to be. And what was that, didn't it? Just an actual, reading, or did you just work out on training? Reading or? the game. We knew where, we knew where, I knew exactly where he should be and he knew where exactly I should be. So it's just reading the game, really, in a, in a partnership that you, that you build up. Is that true, that he would, he would barely train? He wouldn't train. He would only train maybe on a Friday. Wow. That's crazy, he had, yeah. he had bone on bone cartilage. So when he had bone on bone cartilage, his knee would flare up. So when Harry took over, he used to come out on a Friday and maybe maybe train or maybe not train and then say he was on a Saturday and he'd play on a Saturday, he'd be class. But it soon catches up to you then, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you're losing all yeah. that physical work. You need to be an exceptional player not to train and play at the level he did. Yeah. I think, because I feel when, when, and I don't know if I played at any level, but when I had to train the way I played, from, train really hard for me to play that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if you were slack yeah. during the week, you'd be slack. Yeah, the yeah. Can, yeah. For, and for him not to train and go out and perform the way he did this. It's frightening. But am I right in saying again with Ledley King? He, I remember he played a couple of games centre midfield as well, didn't he? Yeah, he could play centre midfield. So was he a proper ball player? Yeah, baller, mate. He could play left and right foot. He was a baller, Ledley. But he could do everything defensive wise as well. Quick, rapid. Have you ever seen that one way he tackles Robin for Spurs? Robin nah, goes through and he gives him about 20 yards, catches him. It's ridiculous. Frightening. You know, watch that? Yeah. Nah. Get it up. <laughs> Get it up. But here, sorry, what would you say if I say they scored the winner next time? That's what I'm saying. He's given it. I think we beat Chelsea that day. He won't scored the winner in the next day. That was a great moment, to be honest with you, because of all the injuries they yeah. had. 
and all my friends and family were in the stand. I was thinking to myself, when I celebrated that goal, just like a, a sense of relief, really, because I've, I've had the, the hard times with injuries and, and that moment was probably one of the best parts of my career. Again, I know we've asked, but mum and dad in the crowd again? Yeah, great party after the faces. Oh, faces. You've been there. No, I've never been, but I've, he I've heard mythical the, stories. Off the scale. Talk us through it. Well, me and my mates went. So you take your mates everywhere with you? Oh, your pals, aren't they? What, humble and humble? Do you know you're like Vince and Entourage? <laughs> take the bum mates everywhere you go, like, do you watch Entourage? <laughs> no, I've never seen it, is it good? Mate, your mate, how good is that to your mates, four boys, your middle friend, they're in Ronaldo. Is it hey, good? Is it good Entourage? Hey, you need to watch. You'd love it, mate. I swear, I've never seen it. You've been watching too much Question of Sport, mate. Start watching Entourage. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> see, sorry, see, see on this. See through your your sort of tough times with injuries. Was there one player maybe who you played with in other clubs before? Did anybody help you through your injuries and stuff? Not really. No, mate. They just think you're soft, don't they? You've got to, you've got to go through. Like back in the day, if you're injured, people would say, "Oh, you're fucking soft, him," wouldn't they? Yeah. And it's now it's a bit more. It's a bit more different. Understanding. It, huh? Everyone's a bit more understanding, so you just take it on the chin. No one really helped you. Right. If anything, they criticised you. You were so nobody at all, mate? No, because... So you your dad not being a That's probably why I tried to play when I was injured, because people were saying, oh, he's soft. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, he's not, he's not injured, do you know what I mean? Where you'd come off at half-time, you'd be, you would be injured. If you're injured again, that shout should be oh, banned. Worst, would your dad phone you and say, like, would he be the same? Because I remember being injured, my dad would be like, are you fucking injured again? Be like, no, what's up with you, son? I'd say, yeah, fucking damn, my hamstring's gone. Fucking, why is it gone? What, what's that? What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you just you, you get on with it on your own. And there's still language barrier. That's what it was, that's what it was like, that. though. That's what it's like, though, when you were playing back in the day. If you were injured, imagine, can you? Uh, I remember people used to say, "Are you sure it's not in your head?" Oh, how bad's that did shout? You, did you have that? Yeah. How bad's that shout? What does that even mean? Do you know uh, what I mean? If it's in your head, do you know if you're injured or not? Mm. Uh -huh. But in the faces, so full Tottenham team. There was a few of us there. Who'd it, who'd it be, Robbie Keane? No, uh, Lennon. He loves it, Lennon, didn't he? Tore us at the gate at the, uh, <laughs> the fight of the week. It was it. Joshua fight against Usyk. Oh, Sorry, had a good chat with him. Good, another, another top lad. Who, top who lad. else were you pally with in that Spurs team? You said Lan Lennon led the uh, King Hills. Genis, uh, the, the, the Croatian lads were brilliant. Modric. Talk and, to me about Modric. Because I'm a centre midfielder. Well, kid on him. You like him, you? That's just something. Modric is yeah. my one of my favourite players. You can give him the ball anywhere. He accepts it. Takes it on the left foot, right foot, outside of the foot. Lovely Best match. outside of the foot player ever. Unbelievable, better than Paul Merson. Good comparison, but I'd go Modric because he's done it at a higher yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, he's he's swinging balls about in the World Cup yeah, outside his boot, mate. Charisma, better to him. Charisma, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, not, not bad, mate. Good shout, isn't it? Him and Charlie were good lads. Like a night out. No one would find out they were going out, though, because they'd be sneaky ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where the English lads go out, everyone knows about it, don't they? Everyone knows about it. Fucking Croatians go out and. They just chill out and drink that Jaeger. Jaeger and Coke or something. Fuck, I know. What would Modric think? Jaeger and Coke. Jaeger bomb and Coke? No, it's not a bomb, it's just Jaeger. Ah, somebody told us that. Jaeger and Coke, I think it was. Is that what he drank? Yeah. But yeah, what a partnership. A guy I played with, Robbie Keane and Berbatov. Wow. Berbatov yeah, could be one of the. Berbatov was outrageous, wasn't he? Ah, touch me. Yeah. How quick was he when he ran with the ball? Uh, somebody said he was at a Muppet in addressing him. No, I was just quiet with him, John. Just say, if you, if, just say if I'm sat with me and you at the table now, right, and Berber walks over, he'd sit on the table over there, he'd have his own knife and fork. Why he'd is that? He just couldn't be asked. He'd have his own knife and fork in his own plate. Who was the plate? What, he'd bring it in? Yeah, he'd have his, yeah, he'd have his own. He'd come in as well, jeans on, shirt on, suit jacket, uh, shoes on every single day. He was immaculately dressed. And he'd go and sit on his own. He was just his own type of fella. But when you got to know him, he was, he was 
he was alright. Hey, somebody told who did we do the interview with? And he was like, Bells are just stopped and just like just passed me the ball. Jimmy yeah. O'Hara. Jimmy O'Hara. You used to go on O'Hara all the time. O'Hara didn't but it. you no, would go on O'Hara in it, wouldn't you? Aye. Pinging balls up to Berbatov's neck and all that. Aye, you're like, I mean. Was his touch one of the best you've seen? Berbatov? Yeah. He had that one where it's gone over his head and you know, brings it down. That big yeah, size that 12 bag. feet. Big size it? fucking double figure 12. Was Leverkusen you signed them for, wasn't it? Mm. Uh-huh. Good shout. Conkers. Conkers, isn't it, big uh, guy? Keane as well, how good was Keane? Robbie Keane was one of the players that you pay, what, pay to watch. Especially when you've seen him at Spurs, because I've seen some of the goals he scored at Spurs, and the partnership he had with Berber was something else. He was telepath, telepathic. And a lot of the goals I've seen him score at Spurs were outrageous. It was no like, easy tap ins. They were all like fucking blind yeah. shots, or he's chipping it over someone's head and going around someone. Do you know what I mean? That type of player. I mean, this is a shock how Gareth Bale went about his first 20, 30 games, whatever, was, un- uh, was defeated at Spurs. Yeah, he couldn't win a game, couldn't he? See, when you first were you like, what's happening with this guy? Did you know then he was going to have the career ahead? No, but you could see that he had a ridiculous amount of pace. Like, yeah. ridiculous. After games, you do like sprint, yeah, and I'm quick. And he was just taking off, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, this guy. Yeah. Was he a left back energy. at first? Left back. And then he was going to go on loan to say Nottingham Forest. Wow. I think, but that collapsed. And then Harry put him in. I don't think I'm, I don't know how much Harry rated him. I, I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, and then he put him in, he was just unbelievable. That goal, them goals against Inter Milan and that performance against Inter Milan. Were you playing the game? No. Watching him? Yeah. Thinking, like, wow. Wow. Because, mate, it's his pace in here, Yeah. Brazilian Mycon. Don't forget, right? Home and away legs. Not just the away leg. Home and away. He was disgusting, wasn't he? And then he got his move to Madrid. <laughs> At that but, period, there was nobody, nobody played like him in the world, mate. But see, when he first came in at the team, he always looked to me like a nervous kid. Mm. Was he like that yeah, in training? Because he had a bit of a hair slag. Yeah. I think Harry Redknock gave him a bit of stick about it. You need to get your fucking hair cut. One of them ones, you know, he's right? a club manager. Uh-huh. But he's doing well, didn't he? And then see when Madrid came in from, did he come to you for advice? Yeah, yeah. he was always asking me what it's like, so they are obviously sniffing about him. So what's it like there? Would I fit in? What do you need to do? Learn the language. Oh, he hasn't like. <laughs> Play <laughs> Didn't golf. Didn't take much notice, did he just no. won four Champions League? <laughs> but he, maybe he said that hard. The stick he gets, I mean, for Madrid. He gets destroyed by the fans. Have you seen the stick he gets? Yeah. They did that with the White Hankies team, didn't yeah. they? Why though he's, he's won for them? Don't know. I don't think that helped when he done that thing with the Wales thing. Well, was it um, the goal- Wales Golf Madrid? Oh. Yeah. yeah. But I love it. that. I love him for that. Do you yeah. know? Gaz is like he's he's a happy, he's really happy go lucky. Is he's he? He's like a big he's like a big kid. Gaz. He's just like a, a normal lad, and he's mm-hmm. if he come in here now, he'd have a bit of banter with you. He's not like an arrogant an arrogant type, and he'd find that hilarious. He wouldn't be asked at all. He wouldn't be asked at all that they're they're booing. He wouldn't give. He, who wouldn't care in the slightest. Who do you know that? Does he like a drink in that bill now? No. Doesn't no, touch it? No. He's back That's at the end. That's a down point for him. Ah, right? you want me to have that to your side, <laughs> don't you? Uh, so, like, winning cups now, you would just go up the road? Hate him. <laughs> when the Midland fans are spotting with what they're saying uh, about him. Diamond character to that. Wasted talent, Tony. Didn't really play at Spurs with me. No. But, did he train? Oh, yeah, you could see Did he make you, be honest? No, you could see he had ability, right? But he wasn't doing it in the right areas and he took too many touches. When he went to QPR, that's when he was very good. Mm. And now he's at Benfica playing holding midfield. Is he? You don't know that. He's playing in front of our back foot? Yeah. Yeah, he's holding midfield. Undisciplined. We nah, watched nah. him last night, didn't we? He's, he's, de- he's, he's very, he's very see, good. See the pivot? Would you call him a pivot? He's pivot. In the modern day, he's a pivot. Yeah. Can I ask you, see at Real Madrid, was there any fancy coaching? Um, I'd, I'd say the, Talk me through a typical the, week at the Real Madrid. One, the one bit of coaching we do with one... Juan Lopez Carroll. A lot of it was possession based, to be honest with you. Then you'd do counter attack work. 
just say if we were in a low block and we, we had to really counter-attack with, with speed, that's what we'd do. But a lot of it was small, small-sided possessions. But surely no possessions where it's like 8v8 and it's just murderable. Is there bounce players, floaters? Yeah, you sometimes you'd have floaters, but it, it, it is tough. You need to be on the, you need to be on Gooty's team to where you're chasing the ball. Rondos, I was in constantly. In the middle, oh, that's a worst. Oh, that's a worst, mate. When yeah. you're in the middle of Rondo, that's a worst. Yeah, well, why is it though? You've got all them players, well, you can't get the ball back. I'd rather be in the and middle. Then you're, out, then you're breathing out your ass, and you go on the outside and you get the ball back and you give it away again. Oh, man. <laughs> so, did they do a lot of shape? No, not loads. Not when I was there. You do it a tiny bit, but. There wasn't a lot where in the game now there's lots of it, isn't it? Nah, that's constant, mate. Lots of it. It's non-stop. Yeah. You need to be like that now, Simon, although I think I think as much as both the games players, but you kind of need that, didn't you? But yeah. there's one talking about shape and talking about managers, Harry Redknapp. Never done shape in his life. Never done it in his life, and he is an out and out legend, yeah, guy. Yeah. Was he a legend? We used to do shape with Harry on a Thursday. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Just testing. Yeah, we used to do shape with Harry on a Thursday. Um Would he take it? He'd step in and take it. Right. But it wasn't so much def- without the ball, it was all with the ball. So how are we going to break them down? Nothing really with the ball, because you know you know what we're going to, we were going to do. But the games change. The games change a lot now, on it. Yeah. But you've yeah. got the, like the foreign the foreign managers coming like Tuchel, Klopp, Guardiola. Who seem to do relentless. What was Harry like about the place? Yeah, good, real good, real good man, good man manager. There was a there was. A, oh, you've heard the Jamie Harris story about hundred times, haven't you? No, Every time it. fucking Cheltenham comes on, he says it. No, Giza. Yeah. Sure up, you know it. I've not heard it. Mate. Sure up, That's... get out, get out, <laughs> get out. What? What you must know it. Well, they are in, well, Cheltenham. No, he's not taught it. You're lying. I swear no, he's not lying. I swear, mate, I don't I swear. think he is. He just kept talking about Bellaricchi all the time. So he spoke about, wasn't it? Bellaricchi, aye. Right, so we went, to, we went to Cheltenham, the full team. Harry takes us down with George Jordan and the coaches, so we go down there. I've already got another day Cheltenham planned with about five, five of the other lads. What, these mates again? Yeah, no, five lads from the team. I don't know if Five lads from the team. I've got that booked on. I'd say the Wednesday. So we go down with Harry on the Tuesday. So we train Wednesday morning. Harry says, right, I want not, no one, no one going to Cheltenham again. He obviously got winded. I was getting a helicopter sorted out for the lads to take us down. So I ring this firm who put it on for us. Not like a firm, like a, the, the betting company who put it on for us. Right. Um, he said, listen, Harry won't let us go. He said, we've got no chance. We had a box on the, on the, on the, uh, on the finishing line. He said, Harry won't let us go. So the fellow went to me and said, tell Harry, I'll, I'll pay for another helicopter for him and his five mates to come down to Cheltenham with us. So I go in the office and say, are we gaffer? Can, can we go? He's going, John, no, you're not going. I'm, I'm not having it. You've already been to Cheltenham one day. So I go, okay. So then I come back in five minutes later and I say to him, listen, gaffer, we can go to, the, to Cheltenham and you can come on your helicopter with, say, four or five of your mates. He went, oh, then let's go. And Harry, went, Harry ended up in the box with us, like having a, having a few berries, watching the racing. Ah, oh, brilliant, man. Oh, what a hero, man. Does he we, love played Man, we played Man United on the Saturday and beat him. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, it shows you, mate, doesn't it? Is that true that you'd always say the racing post under his arm? Yeah, this? loved it. Yeah, Michael Owen was the same, actually, with the racing post. What, at Real Madrid? Yeah. Yeah. So he'd sit in the dressing room at yeah, British you, racing you post? Can get, you, can get the, you can get the paper over there. There was a certain shop that he, that he could go to called Lamora Lecker. Where you got the racing post every day. Is he as geeky as he looks, Michael? No, he's a good top man. You'd like him. Is he? Yeah, like, he loves his racing and that, doesn't he? He loves it. Joy uh-huh. racing. I don't know. I used to go to Cheltenham. I was at Swindon, so we got to Cheltenham every year. You were the one pissing over the side of the thing, were you? It was one of my best mates, James Collins. Played Shut them. up. I, was about, I just left the year before he was pissing over the side at Cheltenham. Bad for life, mate. It was his favourite week of the year. That's the type of guy he is, isn't it? That's the type of scum that I hang about with. It's like your mate's medals, but I'm mean, like, <laughs> he's my scumbag, mate. 
Like man, who would you say as um, as a manager who's had the biggest influence in your career? Good question. Who wanted made, made you want to be a manager? Aye, sorry, Simon. No, you want to be a manager. Um, I talk around or Cranker would be up there, Tony Mowbray. Because when I got to thirty year old, you think to yourself, what are you going to do? A bit like yourselves now. What you what what you're going to do? What you like? And you're fascinated about coaching. So I'd say that was it. I talk when he came in. He had a real structure because he'd been the Reno assistant. So a lot of the sessions he was he was putting on was so well organised and people in our team hadn't seen nothing like it before because we used to just turn up and do it in different sessions. But this was all planned. And I'd, I'd speak to him about it. I'd speak to Tony Mowbray. Tony Mowbray used to get me in. He was a Celtic manager. Yeah. And get me Released in, and me for Celtic. Did he, yeah. Great decision. Great. That's Best why he's a great manager. Own. That's why he's a great manager. Yeah. <laughs> so you just you, you get a feel for it through that, really. But they had, a, they had an influence on that. But Harry, nah. No, I was at Spurs then. So you weren't even thinking Spurs. about management no, at that, that stage 20, of your career? No, not, not, not 28 years old. No. You just want to carry on playing, don't you? Once you get 30, 31, and other managers are coming in, and you think, what, what are you going to do next? Well, we've got a, one man we need to ask you, because we've got a beef from. He's obviously raging that we keep finishing above him in the podcast chat, Peter Crouch. Oh, are you above Crouchy? Uh-huh. He's, he's, he's messaged us crying a few times. Emails us a lot, just saying, how do you do it? Can you just take a couple of weeks off so I can push up to number one? But yeah. Tough at the top, Crouch, yeah. Nah, nah, he's the man, he's the main man, isn't he? Is he? Uh, we had a night out with Krause's. One night we went out, there was like six of us and six of the girlfriends. We all went out to, I think it was Nobu. And then we caught Nobu, we were going to the club, and I'm not even drinking at this time, I'm injured. I'm not touched to drop a drink. The next minute we walk out of the club, loads of pressure because Crouchy's there with Abby. So we get in one of them little black people carriers. Oh my God, Crouchy's only started getting out the fucking sunroof. <laughs> Started fucking surfing, do you know, like that. The next minute, Abby's out of it, and the press are going, shh, shh. Next day, Harry's going, fucking off it. Gets us in for a meeting. He says, fucking right. He says, there's a drinking culture here at this football club. These are all out again on the drink last night. And I said to be fair, Gaffer, there's no drinking culture. He went, there is, and you're fucking head of it. And I went, me? He went, yeah, fucking you. I went, no, Gaffer, you've got that wrong. And Crouchy went, to be fair, Gaffer, he wasn't even fucking drinking. He said I was drinking. I was fucking. Like, oh, you should have seen. You should have seen the moves. There's, there's a picture of me on the internet, me and Crouchy dancing. Have you I seen know. the picture? And was Harry alright when Crouchy said that? Harry, Harry, what, what, what with Harry right? He wouldn't hold a grudge against you. That's so good. the next day it was forgot about. The next day it was totally and utterly forgot about. And that's what you need in a manager, don't you? You yeah. can't manage all grudges, and you've you've, you've fucked up out the team. Mm-hmm. Right, mate. Just we're nearly finished with you. you Fucking nearly finished. I know, mate. Sorry. Wow. If there's one team I think Jonathan would would get should never sign for, Stoke City. Yeah, pretty classic. And I remember sitting in my house and it came across the bottom of the screen. Jonathan would get signed for Stoke. And I said, Nah, Trezor went down I'm not going to believe it until I see him on the. No, I was playing right back, Tony Pugh. Oh, Tony Pugh. Tony, Tony, Tony. Right back. Right back. I was playing centre half at first, and my dad got ill actually at that time. My dad got ill, so I kept on going back to Middlesbrough and stuff. And I wasn't playing too well at centre back. And he put me right back. So he had Hoof, Shawcross, and me right back. Overlapping. Overlapping. Oh, mate. Got my ass ripped out by Jarvis. Who, Matt Jarvis? He's at West Ham, isn't he? Goes left, goes right. So one, I was trying to nail him in the first tackle. I thought, right, you're getting a bit. Try to nail him. Got a yellow card. Next time he ran at me, give away a penalty. Yeah, I should have been sent off. Anyway, missed the penalty the next minute. This is number 39 comes up like that. It's almost like 25 <laughs> minutes. 25 minutes in? Yeah. And I, as I was jogging off, I went, fucking gaff, a great decision. Being made, <laughs> <laughs> he tells the story. So Tony Pulis tells the story. I said, fucking great decision. 
Did you say to when you walked on? Yeah. I said, fucking what a decision that was. <laughs> fucking was, that was terrible. Is he all right, Tony Peel? Yeah, another, another good guy. We learned a lot from him, to be honest with you. He's defend, defend, he does a lot of shape work. Hell of a lot of shape work. He's done, he's done a, he had a fantastic period with Stoke there. He took Stoke from yeah. up the divisions and got in your way for Cup. He done well with him. Is that tough? See, when you obviously have had the eyes at Real Madrid and then you're okay. getting roasted at right back for Stoke, do you? That's the way it is, isn't it? That's the way it mm -hmm. is. It doesn't make you feel good. No. But you're in that situation, you've got to get on with it. And then, ended at Middlesbrough? One yeah, last hurrah? Back, one last hurrah. I think I've done it over three years, didn't I? Uh -huh. Brilliant. Did you enjoy it? Is that amazing, mate? No, because I was coming to the end of my career. And I wasn't the type of player that I was before. How I was down in that? the championship. I could still do it now and again, but not to a, a standard which I enjoyed, to be honest. But everyone you do, you've played with, a few people have been on, did say you were like a Rolls Royce man. Mm. Yeah, that's an, I was a decent enough player. Towards the end, towards the end of your career, it's, it's difficult. Your fucking body's hanging on for day life, isn't it? What was the day you decided to chuck it? Do you remember was it like a training session, a game you played, and you thought, Nah, I can't do this anymore. Ah, I could have done it numerous times, but you, your mindset you just keep on going because you you might be able to keep on getting it back. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I mean, what a career it is. How do you look back at it all? Look, it could have been so much better. It could have been a lot better, especially with the the Madrid stuff and the injuries and stuff. But you you can't control the injuries. Yeah. That's that's the that's the bigger regret. Not winning nothing. You win one trophy. You want to win. You want to win trophies, don't you? Yeah. It was okay. Could have been a lot better. Do you still keep in touch with any of the Real Madrid boys? Uh, no. Tell, tell me like Facebook Ronaldo, no, Facebook no, message no. Ronaldo. I don't really. I keep in touch with footballers now and again. I'm not really the type to. It's just the bums from Middlesbrough. You keep talking about. Yeah, I've got keep... a lot of good, good people. Good people. No, you they were your back. You took them as your backroom team. At... <laughs> <laughs> a Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> How was the managerial experience? Are you enjoy it? No, I, I love it. I love it. It's a, it's a next the best thing. It's the next best thing. And when I went out of Bournemouth, it was better than what happened at Middlesbrough. How does that pressure? How's that pressure on a manager? No, that's pressure. But it's pressure that, like I've said earlier, on, I love, I love playing under pressure. I love being at the, the head of the organisation. If you want to do something, you want to be successful. There's going to be pressure with it. Mm. So you need to take it in your stride. How long does a defeat last? Like that bad mid last? How long does it last? Days. Is it? But then you've got to go to training. Put on a brave face. The biggest, bravest face you've ever seen in your life. It's tough. So, really? Do you want to do it? Do you want to go into coaching? Or I, might be a, I might be part of your staff. Don't, want to, don't know if I might go all the way. I might be part of your staff. Yeah. Just your staff. Would you like it? Anything else? Would you like it? Would you get, say, Halliday, get Halliday on as well. Would you just pretend it's Peter Ramage you've took, will you? Would you just say, oh, it's big Stevie Caldwell. What's up with you? Stevie Caldwell. That's a harsh joke about it. By the way, we're the directors, right? Would you, um, what's your style, management style? What's what managing style? Because that's what they're going to ask you now. I want to be aggressive, front foot. And Press. how are you going to pa pass that message on to your players? I'll just set up on the training pitch with them. Good. And if any players are poisoning the place, what you got to do with them? Get rid of them. Well done. You've got a job. Get them out. Get them out. Jonathan, Cheers, lads. Give them a gift they'll never forget, because they'll still have it years later. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age, like their iconic full-zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. Because a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. So be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Code GRATEFULAG23. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.